This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a show with adult themes, run by adults, for adults. Please do not have your children listen to this show. It might be beneficial to them in the long run, but please, please wait until they are older. This is one of those things. It's like when you laugh when you're playing bingo and and 069 comes up and you have a chuckle and your mom, your kitty says, uh, uh, Mommy, Mommy, why, why are you laughing at 069? And the mommy says, uh, when you're older. It's one of those kinds of things. Mommy, Mommy, can I listen to Podcast of Terror? Sure. When you're older. This is a show with adult themes and some childish behavior. A lot of dick jokes. Uh, so please, please, please. Uh, if you want to avoid the swearing, if you want to avoid spoilers for your favorite horror movies, and if you want to avoid really, really lame, petty dick jokes, do not listen to this show. It is not for you. This is episode 100 of the Podcast here. A production of the Latin Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey Scott. Uh, we're kind of going back after the fact to record the intro and the outro simply because the when, when we have Matt on, we just kind of let him do whatever because he's such a great guest to have that, I don't know, I don't want to... Yeah, this will easily be three three hours, but uh, just just warming you up. But for more on this podcast, including show notes, content information, subscription links, you can go to gncast.com slash pot. You can chat with us on our slide channel during our shows at gncast.com slash sign up. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the newsletter as well. I'm just going to completely ignore the majority of how we do a show just because it's more fun to uh, fuck around. Yeah, right on. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, I can hear myself. Cool. <sighs> I found some. I found some fun mat facts. All right, I like fun <laughs> mat facts. Yeah. So, um, if you're, I don't even know if anyone's in here. If you're watching this while we're recording it, this is episode 100. Um, we actually we turned two years old on Friday. This is our 100th episode. It's uh, our, our last episode before I take a like a six week break and make Corey do it too, so I don't kill somebody. Nice. <laughs> it's just a fucking. Everyone need, needs some time off. I need a fucking break. Um. So I did a lot of I did a lot of math here. So Matt, you are the second person to be our fourth guest, fourth time guest, I should say. Nice. And you are our second ever guest, not including yes. our, our first episode because that one doesn't really count. Um, it just shows how little concept I have of like how time passes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've done a couple of their podcasts probably in the last six months or five years. I have no idea. It's oh, I could tell you exact dates because we're nerds like that. So the first time you're on was uh, November 24th of 20. Oh, no. November 17th of 2015. We talked about Nosferatu. Yeah. I remember the movies we've done. Yeah, and and what what I like is they progressively get longer and longer. So it was like at the time our our episodes were like thirty minutes, and then you came on and it was ninety. Yeah, has that changed? <laughs> like, are y'all's normal episodes that length now? Or? No, they're about an hour to an hour and a half normally. Right on. But we know when you come on that it's going to be longer. It's fine. 
Well, it should go as long as the conversation goes. Yep. Yeah. And, and I completely agree. And that's usually, we have a couple that go to over two hours, but you're still the champ at three and a half hours. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. We may. You are what other shows have, have tried to measure themselves against. Too. That's, that's perfect. I was very excited recently that uh, the last podcast I was on with Mark was their uh, most, is the most downloaded PowerCast they've ever had. So that was kind of oh, cool. Damn. Yeah, it was uh, my wife's like, no one listens to a three and a half hour podcast. I'm like, but you don't You're understand. You're incorrect. Like, Have you just Joe Rogan guy would be happy to prove you yes. wrong. And yeah. I, t- I told her, I said, we've actually gotten a number of fans and actually really, really fucking cool people from having you on and talking for three and a half hours. Well, yeah. I think like that limit of conversation, right? Like for me driving, if, like that's the best for a road trip. It seems to, that I didn't just, you know, listen to 30 songs. I listened to one podcast. Mm-hmm. As long as like the the conversation flows and it and it's interesting like there's yeah, some which true is crime all, ones that 45 minutes and this they fucking suck after a while man the first season of like serial really did That's just kind of changed the game yeah like that one's good and so was the uh it, the one with um wait that was that was serial with anon said yeah yeah that yeah, was yeah. season one of serial yep season um, two sucked Man, I didn't care for it. And then, well, there's no mystery to season two. <laughs> like, it was just the story, right? Um, yeah, I, I still listen to a ton of Rogan. And then the other stuff I really like is uh, the Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. That one's killer. Like, is he it? does like 20 hours on like the Mongols. <laughs> That's a bit too much. It's amazing. <laughs> Genghis Khan killed ten percent of the people on Earth. I, I mean, on yeah. horseback. Do I need twenty hours of Genghis Khan? Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Well, it kind of does all southeast, like it's all that part of Asia and everything like that. So it's it's wild. I mean, yeah. the World War One one's really long and very very detailed, and it's it's good too. Um, speaking of time. So we've we've recorded a total of 120 hours of podcast. Nice. Eight, eight of which hours have been with you. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. That's I, good I, stuff. I did the math and I'm like, holy fuck! Like I've spent an entire work day talking to you on a no, totally right. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have held more conversation with you guys than some of my friends that I've known for a long time. <laughs> which you know what that means though. This is time and a half. That's true. Oh, dude. Yeah, we'll get those checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, every time I see you in person, I have to like share you with a bunch of mouth breathers. No, it happens. The Arnold's a tricky spot. <laughs> I know. I know. So, Corey, have you seen this before? I have. What would you What do you think of it? Uh, the first time I saw it, I believe I watched the subtitled version. Uh, okay. This time, I was a little more forgiving to myself and watched the the dubbed. But I, I think the subtitled is is probably better. You you pay more attention. Oh, I, I I always think so. Yeah. Well, not that you just pay more attention. The dubbed one, they don't do as good a job as the actors typically in like emotion and the voice and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd rather have that in the wrong language than. No, I I agree. the The emoting was was better in the original, but it's it's not a bad dub. No, uh, no, no, is, it's not. Obviously, once you find out the answers to the to the plot, um, it 
it changes your your experience watching the movie. Uh, so now this time I'm looking for hints going along as to the big reveal at the end, as opposed to the first time where I had no idea going into it what was happening. Yeah. So spoiler alert: if you guys haven't seen this movie, just go watch it. But we're yeah, just gonna. So yeah, I, for me, they try to do a big sixth inch switch up here at the end of this whole bastard. And yeah. unlike the sixth sense, I don't think it works. <laughs> No, I, w- I would agree with you. That moment when she uh, is standing there with her pants off and you see that she's had a penis the whole time. Oh, wait, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> I watched that one this afternoon. That's a Meredith Baxter Bernie. <laughs> um, that's no, it's. I I agree. The 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 final idea of the the lead actress being the killer, having a, a split personality and everything watching it this time through and looking for those hints there there's some that are not so subtle the point of the there's beginning a lot of two vehicles went to a bunch of places yeah it it doesn't really work right um the other part is that this time i watched it and i knew a little bit about the controversy about the film which is that it's a huge rip off of a dean Koontz book is it oh yeah uh dean Koontz's intensity this steals a lot of the plot from that book and a lot of the scenes from that book is uh, one of those scenes Johnny Cash making love to a decapitated head while driving the Jeepers Creepers truck. <laughs> no, but that is probably one of the best scenes of the movie. <laughs> Why does the killer look like Johnny Cash? Because uh, he's the Men in Black. Oh, that's true. I don't think he spent that much time in France. No, no, probably not. I, I was uh, curious. How do you go from finger blasting yourself to? punching a guy through a window in the front door she's yeah you know i again i just don't think the swap lines up and the only thing that works is if you look at it like in the beginning right she's telling her version of the story and this is her version of the story yeah well she has that dream at the beginning where she's being chased through the woods and she says and the person that's chasing me through the woods it turns out to be me and that's what she tells her friend uh, right at the start of the film. So that's that's kind of your jumping off point of like only okay, for reveal it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the the rest of it, there's not a lot of hints about. Oh well, this is she's imagining this whole thing, and it's actually her. Other than the reaction of her friend when she's chained up, and she never unchains her friend. She never <laughs> does anything to really help her escape. She just keeps like running around with her and kissing her. Yeah, that was it, weird. It's like. Erotic, yeah. yeah, it is supposed to be with those six. It is very French. <laughs> it, I, overall, I really dug it. And like, there's what there's a couple French horror films that are also pretty good, like Martyrs and uh, like Frontiers. I mean, Frontiers is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you showed up to the wrong place, and this family's crazy. I've never even yeah. heard of them. I'm- Martyrs, I think we've got um Aaron had asked me to grab that a while ago, so she's seen it. I haven't seen it yet. The Frontiers I'd never heard of. Yeah, they're both French overdub. Well, not overdub, but French. French subtitled. And the guy who did this, uh, he did really Americanized horror movies because didn't he also direct Piranha 3D? <laughs> Is that and really he did the, the same the guy? Have eyes? Yeah. 
Oh, God, I wasn't aware of that. That's very strange. Yeah, Alexandra I, I, uh, did Prana 3D. He did the Hills Have Eyes remake in 2006. Um, not much of the other stuff that he's done is stuff that I recognize, but those those two things kind of stand out of like, wow, that that's a big jump from this to that. Oh, he did horns. Well, <laughs> he was a producer on horns. I, Never mind. I mean, the the direction of the film and like like art direction and stuff like that, I think the film shot great. It just the weird plot twist. Like if you film in like the first 30 seconds, it's really good. Yeah, no, it, that's the thing is like there's so much good in this movie in in the the actions in the viciousness of the killer. Yeah. Um in the it it is a high tension film. The the title really speaks to what it's about. But yeah, I think my wife cried watching it. But the reveal what? kind of ruins it in that regard. Because it, it doesn't make sense for the rest of the movie and it just seems no. like it's so tacked on for what the rest of it is. It, but I guess it's also because the difference between it and the uh, Koontz book is in the Koontz book, the friend doesn't live. Uh, and the the girl keeps gets to the back of the truck and follows the guy because he find, she finds out that he's got somebody else kidnapped, uh, locked up at his home. So she trails back to him after he kills people in a gas station. Um, she She goes with him to rescue this other girl. So it, that's where it deviates. But but in this, it's like so much of this seems like it's such a great survival film that if they just concentrated on that, it would have been overall an excellent, almost flawless movie in, in the kind of horror movie that it is. Right. I, I agree completely because there's definitely times <clears throat> that her and the Johnny Cash character like actually interact. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> It looks like Johnny Cash. It really does. Yeah. Also, this could be one of the only films I've seen that someone got killed by a dresser. Dude, that was fucking gnarly. Yeah, I think you'd awesome. have to fucking bring the heat with the dresser. Like, I'm not sure that you could. I don't. I don't think her or Johnny Cash has the leg drive. No. Yeah, and, and that that bookshelf that she used to take off the dad's head. Now they show her trying to move an armoire in the bedroom to get behind it. And she's struggling with that, but we're supposed to imagine that she has this sudden burst of strength to go pushing this thing across the floor to I'm take off you. the guy's face. It, that's and I think crack. I think the head would probably I think I think it would bust the banister in his old French farmhouse before it would remove the head. Yeah. It doesn't does it remove the head? Because if it removes the head, that's even more impressive. Oh, it takes it clean off. And then <laughs> oh, nice. it's like a floor and everything is pouring right out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anyone's got the ability of that. No way. You got to be pretty yeah. close to that part in the movie right now, though. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, they're just getting upstairs. Just getting and kinda, yeah. Are you watching the unrated version? I don't know. I just bought one off iTunes. Yeah, because that's that's the other thing, too, is the unrated version definitely ups the gore factor and, and certain things like they they cut off the Show part. Show some more uh, Just the one scene. All right. But it's, but it's in there. It's damn shame. It's yeah. artful. It's French. Uh, the the friend who who shows the boobs, uh, played by Malwin, 
or my win okay. is she played the diva in the fifth element the one who does the great song oh no way yeah uh i was kind of impressed when i realized that too i'm like oh that that's cool because i hadn't really thought of her being in anything not else like chris that. tucker no she is not chris <laughs> chris tucker actually played the saint bernard yeah he got an oscar for that role i believe yeah deserved <laughs> totally he got all of them for that whole year <laughs> they just handed him over because he had hair shaped like a saxophone yeah but she she's been in a i think a couple things by luke Besson. she showed up as uh, a blonde babe in the professional but yeah it was i was surprised that both her and uh the 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 lead were closer to my age than i expected they were both born about five years after me. Yeah, they're they're pushing forty now. So, oh, okay, not not in the film. They're playing twenty something. Right. Yeah. yeah, but still, I was just surprised because when I saw it, I would have imagined they were both college age. I uh, got fourteen you. years ago, but it's still that's. I don't know. Yeah, shit. I got out of college in 05, so twelve years ago. Yeah. Nice and getting old. Y'all are way younger than me. <laughs> but I thought you were like a year older than me. How did you get out of college? 34? Oh, okay. I'm 31. Yeah. That's, you just, I'm almost 35. I'll be 35 in April. I'll be 32 in September. Nice. Corey, it's your turn. No, it's uh, uh, such a strong... Yeah, go ahead. I'll be 46 in October. There's That's, nothing I find stranger in a conversation than people who immediately follow with like, oh, shit, what's your birthday? It's a literal one in 365 chance it's, yeah. <laughs> that you had nothing to do with. Well, and the other thing is like every time I, th- I try and think about like to me, Corey and I are just the same age. We're over 25. We are peers. Yeah, look, and I once have to, you're you know, over 25. Right. Yeah. It's just when you say stuff like, well, I got out of college in 2005. I'm like, well, I just fucking got out of high school. But then it's like you're at a you're at a social function with Corey, and it's like, where'd Corey go? He's disappeared for an hour and a half. Oh, he's probably trying to pee. <laughs> you know, it just like that's, that's right. All right, Corey's gonna die soon. Hey man, sorry. Right. Remember, Corey, it's downhill. Every day before this was better than the next. Yep. I, I just every I just day you see me is literally the worst day of my life. <laughs> Says says the one that is in clearly the best shape out of the three of us. Easily the best shape, but going through the most shit. I mean, that's the that's thing too. True. Is I got in a car accident. Oh, what am I going ago. through? Going through laying, Your having someone put surgery? me. To, what you mean? Some people put me to sleep, and then I fucking hang out on the couch for a number of weeks. <sighs> but that's what I mean. Is I got I got hit by a car. My my car got totaled. Fuck. My knee hurts. And, yeah. and for a couple of days, I couldn't walk on it. And I went to the doctor and they did x-rays and, and it's fine. It just, but it's still sore. And I'm just walking around limping like, God, my knee hurts. And then I think, oh, but shit, Matt <laughs> has gotten multiple surgeries. I've been like, like right now, like my knee doesn't hurt. Right. And it has been pretty good for about like a week and a half, which makes it really shitty. Like, ah, it's kind of working. Like, let's not <laughs> I just ruin it. And so... <clears throat> That seems like it's what I need to do. So, we'll go, we'll go in and then get back to rehab. Yeah. What are what are they doing this time? A high tibial osteotomy. If you look it up, it's just the worst thing imaginable. 
<laughs> so they basically cut a slice into my tibia near the knee and then wedge it open, install the wedge so that holds now a changed angle at the knee to give me less pressure on the inside of my knee. What? Yeah. Why don't you just eat Taco Bell? I love Taco Bell. <laughs> just like I don't even want to compete anymore. I just want to be able to go upstairs. So right. it, are you planning on going back to competing or is it no. on the Oh, you're no. you're done. Yeah, I'm done. Man. Damn. It's something like I'm not a say never guy, but I, I have no thought right now of going back to competing. Yeah. Like until I can run, jump, and you know, be able to like go on hikes or go ride my bike and stuff like that without being stressed of needing to lose my leg. Like I'm not gonna be able to throw. It's not Yeah, like, but you you're a guy who's who doesn't need goals in, in the way that other people do to achieve something because you're constantly doing you, you drive yourself just by being who you are. Yeah. And, I don't, and the idea of like, Oh, I've got to get back in this kind of shape so I can go compete again. Isn't really something that you require to get better. No. And, and I, and I competed at a high level in the Highland games for a decade, you know, give or take, you know, I think nine years. I love it. And, and I miss right now, like be, the camaraderie, I miss being out there and traveling with my brother and the other guys and, and hanging out. Right. I don't miss, it's not like throwing or winning stuff mattered. It was hanging out. And, you know, I liked having something that I could push myself to get better at, but I can always find something to do that. Um, but you know, it's just gonna, it's gonna go forward. And that's, you know, I don't know that there's any new lessons I was going to learn from the Highland Games. And so let's go find the next thing. Yeah. What is the next Which, thing? That I don't know yet. Um, I'm enjoying the weight loss and enjoying uh, trying to train a little differently. Well, look, dude, it's, it's math. I, yeah, but I really prefer potato chips to not potato chips and beer to not beer. Who doesn't? I, yeah, I just I don't I don't have <clears throat> like I don't have the willpower that you do to just be like, you know what? I'm not going to drink beer cuz I want to lose weight like. Okay. I got a lot of beer in my basement. Yeah, it's delicious. Go somewhere. I know. But damn if you don't look great without a shirt on. It is nice right now. It's the first time in my life. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of just to her as close as possible. Uh but yeah, losing 50 pounds helps. But, I mean, also doing whatever you want to with your life's real cool, too. No, I agree. And that's teach their own. I, as long as you're happy. If, yeah, totally. You know. and, and it's not like I don't ever get to have a drink or any of that. The way I look at it is like most, most meals or most nights or whatever like that. It was me, you know, either just being at home or meals during the day because I'm I need to eat like they're not an occasion. They're not any of that. Mm-hmm. And so on those, I, I treat those really strict and I stick to the diet and those are straight fuel. And then, you know, the twice a week or something like that, that there is something that's out of the regular routine. I just try not to be a total asshole with it. And, and that's the problem I have. I, a buddy of mine who was a vegetarian for like 12 years, like mm-hmm. I never knew him when he ate meat. He's eating meat now. So we mm. went to a fucking burger place and got what they call the defibrillator. There's a double cheeseburger <laughs> with chicken fried bacon on it and then 
cheese curds, but their cheese curds are inch by inch cubed. See, that, that's worth doing. You just can't do it every day. No, I right. will never do it again. <laughs> I felt so bad about myself. I love it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, the, the one thing you always said is you got to play both sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah. for sure, right? And, and, I, and I honestly believe this too, is that I don't live in a world of really good moderation. I'm kind of an on or off. Yeah. And so it's easier with diet for me to have some stricter rules and say, this is what I'm going to do because I can, this makes easy sense to me with less excuses. And so, I mean, I fully believe the idea of everything in moderation, except, you know, including moderation. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to fucking pour the coals to it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's up with your coffee since we're just kind of randomly talking? I, I think yeah. habit is fucking amazing by the way thanks man uh it's going well we're uh we're trying to grow the subscription service like anything else that you would do with that we're working on a second roast right now oh. i have like some pretty fruity notes and some different stuff like that so it'll be a little lighter but higher caffeine okay you um, kind of dropped out there for a second and i was gonna uh, ask if it was light or dark but you came yeah. back and said it was light. Yeah, it'll be ethiopian it'll be a, a little lighter roast uh, a little lighter bean so it'll be a little bit more caffeine in it but a lot more like fruity different stuff like that nice um but yeah I'm stoked on that i think the next roast i think we're calling snake oil why i think yeah cures what ails you all right cool. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue with that no it's just science and facts <laughs> hey don't go into the door Johnny Cash downstairs <sighs> man I looked that guy up and he didn't this is his only role he's an apparition he showed and, up and not that movie he does not look like Johnny Cash but you are okay in this movie he totally looks like Johnny oh yeah Cash. yeah but if you just, <laughs> I just so you think they dressed him up to be Johnny Cash uh, I Probably someone was like, this is going to be fucking great, guys. Check this out. And no one told him about it. But yeah, if he's out. when he's not in the movie, he looks like Jessica Lange's dad and Tootsie. Uh, <laughs> also, he does a pretty good like that door's got an iron gate on it. Yeah. And he does a pretty good job of whatever face slash he pulled off from the upper deck. Wait, that guy just stood there and smiled right into that? Fucking. Let me put my face through the, the grate. I bet he ring a fire at him, you know what I mean? Like just <laughs> you know, wooed him into a false sense of security. With <laughs> And right there is a scene where I could see, okay, if we if we give into the caveat that it's actually the girl that's doing this, then well, she's, why would while he? While this is happening, she's hidden the attic. She's right. She's basically... So, and and maybe that's how she perceives herself. But if he opens up the door and she's standing outside, and and of course we're seeing the 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 big killer. But if it's her, then of course he's going to open up the, and say, "Why are you standing out here?" And then she right. kills him. So it's it's the the lulling him into a sense of security that a stranger wouldn't do. Um, but his reaction to her would be like, "Yeah, let me open this for you and see what's going on." Um, and that that again, if they had played that out well would have been a good case for this is where it leads to the reveal at the end but that's unfortunately not what happened it's just wholesale slaughter and a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense right i just oh we just got the stairway uh dresser scene <laughs> that head just folds open it just like peels apart so the head does come clean off 
it doesn't come clean off. It's not like he didn't get Ned Stark or anything, but <laughs> he definitely just like mushes this dresser through the head. So that, they would probably do more of that. Speaking of Game of Thrones is popping. Oh, geez. Yes. Don't get into Matt, it. Matt's not a watcher. Nope. I'm a stream. Why? I watched. You feel like me? You saw Willow and decided you didn't need to catch up on anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched like two or three episodes of the first season and I just didn't get it. Like, we have a friend who uh, did a Game of Thrones um, fucking fantasy draft. Yeah. That's very I've, odd. I've got friends at work who are doing that too. Uh, one of the engineers is like, I, I need for this person to die so I can win my draft. And and right now she's locked up and I'm just like, come on, kill the bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's a very, that's one of the nerdier things I've ever heard is a Game of Thrones fantasy draft. I also find fantasy football could be completely odd. I don't understand it. See, I use it as my wife is a huge football fan because we look okay. close to Green Bay. I never cared for it. So I use fantasy football as a as, as an excuse to actually care about try to care about football. That's what I understand people do. I just I can't. I just don't watch sports. I don't blame it's you. Never been my thing. Don't blame you one bit. The Think, fucking cities like, <laughs> shut down around here for a Packer game. Well, like I, you know, I always went to football games, you know, and stuff like that when my brother played. And then, like when he got done playing, I went to a game because I was used to going. And I remember sitting there and being like. I don't fucking know any of these people. Yeah. Who would I, why would I even care who wins? Right. That's how you, get that's out of you here. just start drinking. Yeah, that part I've always been relatively good at. <laughs> uh, drinking I, enough on campus to projectile vomit. That was a good move. The, the, the sports thing hasn't bit me either, but I came from Detroit, so... Ah. I, I, I had some appreciation for hockey because we had a reason to, to care. And I watched the the Tigers win the '84 World Series, um, not knowing that that was going to happen. But I, I did pick up on it when they were in the playoffs. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll check it out for a little while. Had no idea what was going on. Had no one to talk to about it at that point. It's just like, yeah, I'll just watch it and see what happens. I'm like, oh, they won, yay, they won, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I just yeah, we were never into sports. It was kind of weird. We hunted and fished and did all that type of shit, but never like. I don't remember Saturdays hanging out in the living room with, with like the family and watching football. My dad would watch golf. And then as a kid, my tell dad me, watched fishing. Yeah. It, I, or bowling. I, I will watch bowling for some reason. I listen to it on cassette. <laughs> the only way I do, I just lay on top of my rug and I just listen to it on cassette. Just naked on a bearskin well, rug. One time I was on that rug. Listen to people you know, toss their balls. Guys, these two guys broke into the house while I was listening to this cassette on this rug and then tried the to get a bunch of money from me. The rug one of them pissed on them together. It. Yeah, Asian fellow pissed <laughs> all over. <laughs> what sucked is that rug really tied the room together. <laughs> it, it did. It did. And I felt did this just did not abide by the way life should have been. 300 ring in my sock drawer. That is a true story. It's my, it's oh, mine. A 300 ring. Oh, nice. You bowled a straight 300? When I was 19. Oh, wow. Boy. Yeah. So, what do you average now? Like, go bowl, you still drop like a 210? Um, last year, I averaged like a 206. 
I liked it, you know, last year's average. <laughs> well, I so I stopped bowling for a period of time, and then when I moved up to the Appleton area, I someone's like, "Hey, you used to bowl. We need the guy on our bowling team." And then I just fucking crushed everybody. So like, oh, you just went out there and hooked that on it. I love yeah, it. I, just, I walked in, I had let the glove on. <laughs> yeah. Bill, on Mur- Bill Murray and Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> Clear ball with a rose in it. Yeah, my uh, my brother had one with a skull. Oh, which, that's badass. Yeah, like the bowler from. Uh, mystery men yep nice yep that is i that was one of those things like i wanted a custom bowling ball just because of shit like that and that, that there's no a, reason for me to weird, ever have one that was a fun film yeah it was never saw it uh pretty sweet it's I'm basically as 90s as any film could get oh. we're so it's ben stiller and janine garofalo and i'm gonna die. Uh, that's, that's area. A late 90s cast yeah yeah, it, and it's it's funny because it's it's spoofing superhero movies at a time that superhero movies were still not super popular. Right. So it had the look of of things like Burton's Batman, but it was all comedy based. And like now, this is when you think that would instantly be everybody's going to make superhero spoofs, but it hasn't landed like that because that movie's just so good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I'm never. I, it's very rare any of the superhero movies I've given a shit about. I like, I like Nolan's Batman is awesome. Yep. But like, I just never cared about any of the Avengers. I've tried really hard, and they just. They just uh, it's, it just looks like a big CG jerk off to me. It's just this shit's moving real fast, and we paid these people how much? They're not even there acting. I say we. I didn't mail in any checks. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to add to your uh, the collective we, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, is people keep spending just a fuck ton of money to go see these movies. Love them. Star Wars. At this point in time, though, that we kind of need that because there's not I'm enough. I'm enjoying the revamp that... of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen Rogue One yet, but I do want to see it. Yeah, I I, I really liked it, and. Like more more things from the universe are, are always better. Speaking of like remakes and shit, uh, are you excited for it? Oh, I always feel weird about it. And I know we've had this conversation, especially about the the, the pending reboot of Nosferatu. So curious what you well, and they haven't really said anything about it, but I'm sure it's gonna be no, garbage. It just, on the other hand looks fucking great from what just, I've seen. Just make a goddamn vampire film then. Do you know what I mean? It could be Toilet. Nosferatu, but like, like unless you guys are going to do a shot for shot, I just don't give a shit. Speaking of Twilight, we still need to watch all the Twilights. <laughs> and that's <laughs> your idea. For like a nine hour. Yeah. Just and play them on three times speed. Well, that's got, we got to be able to do that. But we could do what you like to do. We'll fucking just sit down. <laughs> Live. We'll start like Saturday morning and we'll just <laughs> watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Big giant boxes of cereal and plow through nine nine hours of Twilight and talk yeah. about it. At hour oh, six, you just a... see me pull out a gun. And just up <laughs> yeah. But thirty minutes into the first film, we lost Corey. <laughs> you had a good run. Oh goddamn, dude! The week we're gonna go first, anyways. We always knew it would be Corey. I did, however, find the chicken high tension hot. She's crazy as all get out, but she's she's pretty hot. She's okay. not bad to look at. No, the short no. hair. She's very, she's kind of Zobel, like uh, from a French different era. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. And and she's on uh she's on oh she's on the young pope now, I guess. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. Which I have not seen, but I would I would like to see more of her. She was definitely good in this. Yeah. And it it would be interesting to see her as a kind of an American role. Yeah, no kidding. I'll have to check it out. You know, it was another classic, like, favorite horror film of mine. It's the Blair Witch Project. Have I spoke about that before? There's a chance. I think we briefly talked about it. Have, did you see the, the reboot? I, wouldn't, I couldn't even call it a reboot because it's technically kind of the third movie. No, I just didn't bother. I Stick to the first one. You know, it's actually not bad. Come on, dude. Hey, 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 hear me out. It's like another found footage thing. Yeah, but they... So the nice thing is they explain how there's found footage. The, that's the problem a, is, is like... Yeah. Is they never say like how oh you have the camera and every every time you turn to look at something there's a camera, in yeah. the new one they use glasses with cameras built on them, so uh, whatever they're looking at you see and I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, and they re-explain the first one while having like a story built on the first one. So it's the brother of the girl that goes missing is going to look mm-hmm. for her in the woods. So it's just like an expanded explanation of the first movie. I'm not saying like. I bet it's just, I just take it, I just take it, I bet it's just ham fisted, like explaining parts of the first movie that the other, that people just missed. Kinda. (sighs) It's, it's that and like just a a general retelling of the story. It's worth seeing, but don't like go out of your way to see it. Uh, I totally, totally loved Blair Witch Project, like the whole experience. Like I'd found like the website with my brother and like by the time it had come out, like nobody was still sure of like what had happened. Right. And not happened. Oh, didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. But then like three came out like real close together. There was like that one. There's one about the like Jersey devil. And then I don't remember the other one. You're talking just found footage movies, right? Yeah. But those were like, Blair Witch came out like what ninety eight? Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, it was right when my wife and I started dating. Yeah, my brother was in college and I was in high school, and uh, I happened. I went and hung out with him, and then we went to Houston to go see it, like small theater, like opening day. The last broadcast does that ring a bell? Yes, that's the one about the Jersey Devil. Okay, uh, not as good. Don't. Uh, Podcast, Blair Witch Project, and then I don't know. August Underground is. I don't know what that one is. This is yeah. fifty found footage films you need to see. The thing about the Blair Witch is that it was the marketing that really did it. Oh, the, it's the exactly right. Like they were the first ones to go with like the big website and the lead-in that kind of released facts and had it was the art direction was you know everybody who built props did a hell of a job and. Uh, pretty rad and they just they just sold you on this idea of this thing um so that people didn't know that it was fake they they had no idea the internet was just at that cusp of like you could get stuff from it but you didn't know how to look for the information that was going to tell you the reality of but no this isn't real so a friend of uh of the group that i was hanging out with at the time downloaded the movie before it the like the day or two before it premiered so they right. had it. Oh, wow. And so everybody wound up watching the movie thinking it was a the documentary that the movie was based off of. Oh, and shit. 
freaked the fuck out the whole time. They're just like, holy shit, because they all thought it was real. And right, then people right, in the right. theater thought it was real for the most part. It took a couple of weeks before that really started to leak out. It's like, but it's 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 a movie. Well, yeah, they're paid actors. Oh, right, right. It's amazing what you'll like suspend and be. Hey, did you? Did any of you guys see Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah, I've seen it. That yeah, was like the original. Like they yeah, thought it was yeah. real, and they actually took that fucking director to trial. I know, which Crazy. is you know. But what, what's amazing? It all helped. The, it all helped the film. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that that happened in the eight in 1980, and Blair Witch came out in 99, and people still didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, you're right. You're right. Every generation. It's just amazing what you allow yourself to. Like, of course, these but are actors. Isn't isn't that why you see a movie? Yeah, of course, right? So everyone wants to be scared. Although now, like we kind of said, with the internet being what it is, like a celebrity can't fart without someone putting it on the internet. No, which is right. fucking sad. Which is why I always prefer horror movies to not have any actors I know in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as I see Matt Damon running around, I just... <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh Oh, nice! Johnny Cash is about to go shoot the younger brother in the in the cornfield. <laughs> that, I was, I, oh, man. I, I did an oh damn when I saw the kid. I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna murder!" Yeah, at least it wasn't a dog. No, no, true. the dog gets it too. Man, I've seen. Speaking of Game of Thrones, I've seen a thousand people get killed on that show, and the only time I've given a shit was when they almost wounded a dragon. <laughs> really, dude. Dragons I, but, dra- but dragons aren't real. I'm with you. Look, I don't normally do fantasy. Same reason I didn't watch Lord of the Rings. There's not a single Mad Mardigan in it. Yeah. And, you know, they pulled that story off in 90 sweet minutes. They didn't need to take nine hours to knock it out. That's very true. You got two films without endings, for Christ's sakes. At least Harry Potter did finish each one. It, did, did you like Harry Potter? I've watched my wife got into it as an adult like two years ago. So now I'm very familiar with the universe. It doesn't much, do much for me. How long have you been with your wife? Yeah. Uh, 11. 11. So it, it's just the implication of she got into it as an adult two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's just little, little, little bell kind of rang in the back yeah. of my ear. I'm like, what are you saying, Matt? Well, like my neighbor's big time Harry Potter fan, uh, and she loves it, but she found it like as a kid. Yeah, I was already an adult when the the books came out. My wife got me the first, uh, I think the first four books as they were mm. not as they were published, but by the time the fourth one came out, she got me the first four, and then I wound up collecting the whole series and stuff. But I never actually sat down to read them. I tried to read the first one on a trip, probably back to Michigan. And just couldn't get into it at the airport, and then during the trip didn't have the time, and so I just never picked it up again. But I, I've seen all the movies, and I, I definitely enjoy the films. Um, it's just, I, I get why adults like it as much as kids like it, and the story. I love the fact that it progresses from an age level of young kids should be reading this at the right age, so that each year they get a new book, a new story that they can kind of grow with. Yeah, I think that is brilliant. Cool. Yeah. She did okay from those books. I heard. Yeah, I I, I, I hear that she's. I heard. She, I heard she made three hundred grand 
Oh man. <laughs> That's pizza money. Uh, I don't know where you get pizza. She has a net worth of one billion dollars right now. I so I was right on, right on yeah. target. Right. <laughs> she got three thousand dollars from all those books. I mean, look, if you actually laid out all the possibilities of the amount of money she has on the infinite timeline by three hundred grand is not that far from a billion. <laughs> Basically, right next it's to a couple each other. zeros, you know. Nobody, yeah, what are zeros, dude? Speaking of insane amounts of money, uh, are you a boxing fan, Matt? No, uh, I'm relatively familiar with what's going on with Connor and Floyd, though. Did you hear about the price of front row tickets? No, $151,000. And that was face value. Yikes. So, aftermarket, I'm sure, is just insane. I'm sure because the people who got offered those front row tickets. That's yeah, fucking your... money to them. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, who cares? It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> I mean, I got to see what they're selling for on StubHub. They've got to be like eighty bucks, right? Just... Yeah. I think it's a good in call the, in the parking lot. You, yeah. you can see yeah. the toilet in the arena for eighty dollars. Just shaking them. <laughs> I got two up front. <laughs> I wonder if there would be if there would be people. Uh... The the shame is that whole the fights are rude. It, you know, it, the whole thing's a fucking work. It's a fucking money grab. Yeah, I'm not mad at either of them for it. Hmm. I wish we were brighter as a species. Because look, I'm also still interested to watch it. I'm 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 not excluded from this group. Are you gonna Are you gonna Are you gonna get it, or are you gonna go to someone's house that's getting it? Uh, most likely, my neighbor will grab it. Okay. That's usually where we always watch UFC shit and fights and whatnot. Fair enough. Samet so has the has the girl been put into the truck yet? Yeah, she's in the truck. Johnny Cash is uh. Straight razor and pictures apart like some lunatic. So there's a, one of the scenes that's going to happen is he goes to take off with her in the back of the truck and the other girl, uh, Marie, jumps into the truck with her and, and brings a kitchen knife. So the kitchen knife at some point comes back later on when she actually rescues her at the end. But we're supposed to accept at this point that she is both driving the truck away and she's in the back of the truck with the girl. Right, right, right. The, the, the laws tonight. of physics do not apply to this. Yeah. To this insanity. The only way it works <laughs> is in the very beginning scene when they're, it's like an interrogation. They're talking to her. You know, doctors or whoever it is. They are. She She's telling them what happened. Mm-hmm. And so everything we're watching is her story to the police. She's Kaiser Sozaying everything. Yeah. Which, if you don't catch that, the whole movie's kind of fucked for you. Uh, yes. There's like a very short run, like in the very beginning and very ending, that try to wrap up a whole second plot. Which is unfortunate. Because it, yeah. it's not, it's <clears throat> what, the first two, three minutes of the movie? And if, if yes. you miss that for whatever reason, yeah. it fucks the whole movie for you. Right, unless you delete that part and the end, it's just a really great thrasher, you know, slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I missed that part because I was, I don't know, probably fucking around. Yeah, and you were too sober. The- <laughs> he fucking tries to OJ that chick's head off though with that straight razor. <laughs> There's some upper body strength involved in a move like that. So when he saws the chick's head off, well, like half off. Yeah, he like pops back to life. There's no way in hell. If you're no. alive, you you ain't moving. 
you know what? I don't know about that. I've recently got to spend some time with uh, some military buddies of mine and, and hearing stories. Like movies have poorly depicted how people die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you get your throat cut, you don't just fall to the ground. No, you. Suffer. People tend to fight and run a lot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't it's, know. It's the part. chicken with its head cut off. Today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's full but, adrenaline. You know, it's not just panic and grab your neck. I had met uh, a cop that was a friend of my dad's who who had been shot in the gut before. Yeah. And he's like, you know, people get shot in movies and they get up and walk away. And he goes, man, when I got shot, I fucking just collapsed because you can't get up. No, I believe that, dude. Yeah. It fucks your course. abdomen and you can't really just get up. No. Someone gets shot like in the leg and then they run for the next half hour. I'm like, I don't think so, dude. I don't even. I mean, maybe. I definitely, I definitely felt the shock of, of getting in my car accident where at, at first I could walk fine. Everything was normal. And then it just slowly kind of seeped in. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, I can't walk on this leg. I can't do this. Um, Fuck. The the passenger I had with me, you know, he realized he was in pain, but it built up. And and I can I oh, can see course, shot right? being part of it, but when you got a piece of metal lodged inside of you, Wait. that's that's a pretty easy reminder. Was there a piece of metal inside of you? <laughs> no, but I mean getting shot in the gut. Oh, oh. oh. man. There's you pieces of metal lodged inside of me all the time, but that's how I spend my Saturday nights. If you let but metal yeah, inside of you choice. before me, then we're gonna have a little talking to you, mister. At least it's... Do you mean audibly? Like, yeah, it's, like it's, heavy metal? Yeah. Rock hard metal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like fucking leather coats and spiky dazzles. I'm talking metal. Just gauntlets. Just big gauntlets. Yeah. I like my metal like I like my coffee. coffee. Black yeah. and inside of me. Um, yes. Wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I like my coffee like I like my women. Quiet. Yeah, I thought you were going to say ground open in the freezer. Ground open in the freezer. That's another classic one. And I pour some sugar on them. Black and thick. Uh, Is that one of them too? I'm sure. Yeah. Lumpy. That's how I like my coffee. <laughs> Lumpy. Yeah. Like a good dehydrated. Digested by a cat. Oh, God. What? The, the cats that you gotta make it weird. You send the coffee beans through. There's that the special coffee. Oh, they're like mirror yeah. cats. Yeah. cats. Yeah, whatever they're happened. They're not like a house cat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here, Fluffy, <laughs> come make my coffee. That Randy? Well, that's what, that's what we later. We use, Corey, uh, was that Randy that bought that coffee? I don't remember. We had a fucking guest on the show who bought the coffee on the show, and I can't remember who it was now. Well, the, the the meerkat poop coffee. Yeah, yeah. It was like fifty dollars for six ounces. Mm. And people say heroin's an addiction. I don't see that, that dude. Coffee. Yeah, check out Habit Coffee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's oh, yeah. really good. I actually I had a six month subscription with Dark Matter in Chicago, and I let it run out so that I could drink your coffee. Boom! You're welcome. I like that. I'm like doing you a big <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I individually thank everyone for the coffee they drink. So thank you, Matt. Well, hey, I, there is so I, Matt knows this already because I was drunk and texting him. But I ran into someone in Indiana that was wearing a hate hat, and I was wearing a hate shirt. I'm like, "Fuck, what's up, man?" <laughs> and, uh, 
Matt's yeah, making jokes about touching <laughs> pistol tips or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Matt's a buddy of mine. And the guy just kind of stared at me and I don't think he believed me. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm gonna text him right now. I'll watch this. Watch this shit. He'll respond. Yeah, remember? He just figures you have some other rube in your phone that you've named it Matt Vincent now. <laughs> Which is like, you know, please don't follow me to the bathroom. Potential. Whatever you're doing with your life, I don't need it involved in mine. That, that's what I do. I just grab my phone occasionally and I just start yelling, buy, sell, buy, sell. And I'm, people know I'm into business. They know I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, well, business, I buy low and sell high. That's, Matt, remember that's all I'm about, dude. I went to that porn bar in Santa Rosa, uh, California, oh, and and there was a guy sitting in the bar that was wearing uh, a hate hat, and I'm like, what? oh shit, yes. man! I fucking I walked up, I'm like, man, Matt Vincent. He's like, yeah, no shit. I'm like, yeah, the guy's on my podcast sometimes. He's fucking awesome. He's like, what the shit, really? You know, Matt? I'm like, well, I kind of know Matt, but yeah, that's fucking crazy, I, Matt. Did I ever tell you there's a guy who um he lives in Nino, which is a suburb of Appleton who's okay. a big fan of yours so you're on here and then emailed us and he's like oh it's so cool that someone else near here knows who matt is i'm That's like you're fucking weird, taking dude. over the world right now dude you know what's weird though is like so i've only had one sighting as i would say like in the wild like yeah you, you, you know, know like if i made it's like really weird you know like you know i know there's places that i have a higher chance of seeing it but like uh I was in Austin a couple weeks ago and me and buddy went to go rent some kayaks to go out on the water. Uh, and when I was running back up to the car to throw some shit in it, uh, there's a dude wearing a hate hat and I was like, Hey man, nice hat. He's like, Oh, thanks. And then, yeah, yeah, no, oh. Yeah. no, he is then he, me, he's like, Are you fucking Matt Vincent? I'm like, I am. <laughs> he's like, Oh shit, man. <laughs> I did get a direct message from some girl who saw me at an in and out burger. Cause like uh, I got up to leave and she was like, Oh, nice. You know, nice shirt. I'm like, Oh, thanks. And just walked away. And she sent yeah. like a direct message that was like, uh, said basically, uh, it's like when you tell a guy nice shirt, cause it's a hate brand shirt. And then you realize 30 seconds after he walks out of the door, that it was mad. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing would have been weirder than walking up to her and been like, so you like, you like a shirt, right? You know, that's me. Right. Uh, I did this. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, out of here. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in high school. <laughs> you just kick her in the shins. Nah, I, I like you. Just shove her and run. <laughs> Buy myself a milkshake on the way out. Throw it when, at her. Um, I suck it down just to deal with my pride. So, uh, how do you how do you get your burger at In and Out? Like, what is I your In and Out? No order? lettuce and double double no lettuce tomato. Uh, Chris, like not cooked. So do you do you do? The I feel like the lettuce and tomato waters the burger down. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree. I ate it in and out for the first time. Like, oh man, it's delicious. A couple months ago, have you eaten, you've eaten Whataburger though? Oh, of course. Which one do you prefer? Oh man, In and Out has more nostalgia to me. I grew up with Whataburger. Oh, okay. But Whataburger is excellent. Yes, they're See, they're very close. I have neither. So like when I go to you Austin for work. Got, like, uh, Juicy Lucy, or is that it's Minnesota? Not it's Minneapolis. Minneapolis. But I can. I've been to. I've been to both those places. We have cheese curds though. Yeah, cheese curds, like, are fucking baller. You go to a gas station and there's fucking cheese curds. No way, really. Well, not like the deep fried ones, the fresh ones, which the fresh ones are better. Iceland's got uh, fish jerky. I Just that was dried cod. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, pretty awesome. awesome. 
Oh. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's fucking awesome. I wish we had it here. I'd be crushing. Dude, I smoked my own salmon, which is fucking amazing. How had you, you ever? <laughs> is that a you fucking rolled? I rolled up a big ass king salmon. <laughs> king salmon, motherfucker! It's a sweet Bible papers <laughs> roasted it up. I'm sorry when you, you said I smoked Johnny my own salmon. Sloan Kettering. I, I, I thought you were Steve Shannon for a second. I didn't yeah. understand what that meant. Like you know how you smoke pork, you just smoke salmon. You covered in smoke. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good time. Matt, aren't you just surrounded like by cows anyways, though, so you can just go knock something over and make your own goddamn In-N-Out burger? Yeah, I can fuck I'm out. definitely less than 100 yards from a cow right now. <laughs> oh, see, I assumed he was talking to me. I was, but no. It, it, oh, Please differentiate. That, nice yeah. I currently... Yeah. So, There's something about how Mormons cook a burger. That That's true. That's true. So, Matt, since the last time you were on our podcast and we talked, I now live in the middle of nowhere. Come on. I like the new new setup. Thank you. We just had this. We just had hardwood floors put in. Nice, dude. These are That's my eyes burn from the chemicals. Yeah, uh, but it's so much better than gross carpet. I agree. We ripped out the fucking carpet. Like we moved in at the end of May, and we ripped the carpet out like within three days. Yeah, just live on concrete. It's way cooler than carpet. <sighs> See, I need to concrete my my countertops. See, our floors are all we just well, we, did a like, we, we polished basements. them, but they're just gray concrete. Like from we the have slab. basements here, so we can't have concrete. <sighs> floors now that attitude yeah <laughs> you, you fucking win <laughs> um but yeah fuck i wish i had a basement do they even count basement as like square footage of the house when you buy a house so okay no i, I yeah, yes yes and no so it counts as square footage if there's an uh, if there's a, an exit so our basement in this house oh, right. is like half half out so like we have windows but they're like chest height that's considered an exit? It is not. But if okay. there was a door, if there was a door, this is a door. Mm, if there was it. a door, it would come. French door. French doors, yeah. We have French doors. Yeah, you're course. fancy people. Um, if there was a door, it would count. Because when I called for homeowner's insurance, they're like asking all these questions. They're like, well, is there a door? And I'm like, well, that's oh, badass. Because then you count. get like basically a whole second house downstairs for not paying for the square footage. Exactly. So on, on papers... It's like a 3,200 square foot house, but in insurance, it's like 16. <laughs> Man, have you just filled it with pillows and stuff like that and turned it into like a bunch of pillows and blacklight posters? No, Stein's like, so they asked if there was a door. I said, well, not after I broke it up with that the family in there. Spencer's gifts and outfit this place. Oh, man, I haven't been to Spencer's in a long time. The basement is my room. I put a pool table in. I think I'm going to get some blacklight posters. I totally get some, especially if you get some insane clown posse ones. I bet you could. So funny you say that. <laughs> Insane Clown Posse is doing their 20-year Great Malenko tour, and I'm oh, like, no. maybe Bust I have to go to Vega. Chicago for this. Dude, just I, go to the gathering. You're in the area. Uh, it's like an eight-hour drive from here. That's a bit That's much worth for me. it. Are you going to meet me there? I See, go. knowing you, you're going to be like, oh, totally meet you there, and then I fucking show up to the gathering <laughs> and juggle as a whole. <laughs> I just forget. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, dude, I don't know that I could survive it. I think as long as you play nice, you're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, they got to know people are going as tourists now. Easily. They have the, the uh, soccer mom juggalo. Mm, I mean, just going to watch the freak show. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They have, like, a lot of normal bands now. 
Well, all right. Here's the problem: is I don't particularly like going to shows anymore because there's typically people at them. Because you're old. Yes. Which and sucks. They at night. Your your boy is uh, playing with fucking knocked loose. It, amazing man. Every time I die, he's going on a tour with knocked loose. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're going to see him in Madison on October twentieth. But yeah, that's that's a that's a show right there. Yeah, you guys definitely got to get Ben on. Ben would fucking I fucking d- d- you. Okay. I need to put like my fucking nerd boner away. Hook me up with Ben because yeah, not ben only did, I think Ben is a phenomenal drummer and I like Whitechapel, um, so I have to like tuck the boner down. But oh, nice. I got you. Yeah, you nah, he's rad, man. Pants. I got a I got a bin on my chest. So I mean, what? Yes, that works. What, what you've been on your? We chest? got tattooed as a group in uh, in Iceland. Mm-hmm. It's like all seven of us went to get tattooed, and we got uh, Viking runes. Yeah, I totally watched the video, but I didn't want to be like, what does it mean? Because I'm sure oh, you get that means question daily. Well, life's pretty tight if you can live it. That's pretty fucking badass. Ben said it real stoned while I'm tripping ice on like the second day. And he's like, you know what, guys? Life's pretty tight if you can live it. And I'm like, fucking trip motto. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> he's rad. He's, he seems like a super nice guy. Well, and then, all right, so I'm, I'm watching the gas station panic scene, right? <sighs> yeah. Like, I'm just trying to figure out who's playing the Gathering of Juggalos right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, uh, like, uh, Tech Nine probably is playing. Oh, I fucking love Tech Nine. <laughs> oh my God. They have comedians. So, and wrestling. Sorry. Like, it's confusing because there's just the two of them basically in battle at this point. But I, uh, it definitely um, doesn't sick. You can't six sense this thing. It doesn't work. In yeah, the gas station though, there's still isn't she just, like sneaking away from? Them? They don't really fight till they're in the woods. Yeah, but she calls like she's been kind of hiding from him. She calls the the police. Meanwhile, he's killed everyone in the room. Which again, if she calls the police, that's a great way to throw them off of her being the killer. That's and, a good and call. Since if she doesn't think that she's the killer, uh. But the the scene in the gas station is the guys acknowledging her while the the killer is there. So he's going right. up and he he kind of like looks at her and and gives a signal of like yeah I, I get it you know I'm gonna we're gonna get rid of this dude and everything and then of course he gets hit by the axe. All right. But who's he who's he responding to if she's the one with the axe that comes up behind him? It it all works if it's just her story though. Right. Which is way lamer. It's not even like some weird dream sequence. It was just, well, that's her story to the cops. So like the whole thing's bullshit. But then I guess it's a movie. So yeah, it's not like at all any of it happened. She is driving that sweet Bruce Lee car, though. Cars all done up. Which I guess if you're going to imagine yourself in another vehicle, that would be a nice one to that's have. A, a fucking good one. All right. Like that or the death proof car. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, a passenger. We get, we got to talk about um, blood drive in a second. I just want to point out, Matt, we have to go to the gathering because <sighs> dope dope is playing. Okay. Uh, Mushroom head, POD, psycho stick, <laughs> vanilla ice, waka flocka flame. I think he's there every year. <laughs> <laughs> so far, just, waka flocka flames the most interesting one you've said. That's just one stage, and he's vegan. 
<sighs> Flaw. Green jelly. Green jelly. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Miss May I, if you're into that, they were once cool. A bunch of fucking. And color me bad. Man. I color love me the bad. No, I wish color me bad was playing. Um, have you watched Blood Drive? I guess we can stop talking about the nope. Juggalos. Um, I'm not familiar. Corey actually got me into watching it, but it's uh, like a grindhouse style sci-fi show. Oh, where shit. I watched an episode. It, there's a lot of sex. It was weird. Um, what? What? Uh, like what channel? Where do I find this? Sci-fi. It's on the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, okay, right on. But it's uh, it's against type for the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh yeah, uh, because the it definitely feels like it was made to be on Cinemax or some other cable channel because there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of feel that they're getting away with putting it on there. Uh, the, right. the swearing, the the sex, there is... Was there some nudity when you watched it, Matt? Mm, there's a lot well, of butts. like The weird thing yeah. is, is because like that's not a normal network channel. Like They don't have to play by any different rules of, than Showtime or anyone else. They just all choose to because of ad dollars. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, but... Right, it's, got a little bit of rosacea. He hasn't taken the, the baseball bat to the face yet, so he's good. No, it gets a little worse then. Yeah. Uh, but Blood Drive, the um, the premise is it's like like a car race, but the cars that these people drive, like they're they're they don't use gas; they use human blood. So people have to like feed their cars people. <laughs> nice. I'm hundred percent in. Yeah, it's real good. I think I'm only four episodes in, but it's worth it. Yeah, I've oh got man, there was a. Before zombies all went completely batshit, there was a show. Damn, it was an English one. It was only like six episodes. I think it was on the BBC. Um, and it's like they're in like the Big Brother house, and then there's an outbreak outside, so they don't know. Ooh. I'll check that out. Uh, it's awesome. Shit, what was the name of it? I don't know. Quick side note. It. We missed the gathering of juggalos this year. When was that? The end of July. Well, we now have time to train. Uh, dead set, I <laughs> think, is the name of the How show. Do you dead set, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you train for the gathering of juggalos? We got to get much better at grease paint or spray painting logos on our face. Okay. We also know, need clown I'm... names. I'm going with murder bitch. <laughs> All right, let's. There's got to be a a clown name somewhere on the internet. Um, Listen, you've already had one name. Give create the second one yourself. What? What? You didn't pick your name. No, but you you picked yours. Well, when you went, what? Yeah, murder bitch. I'm saying your yeah. real life name was already given to you, so this one's a chance you can oh, just I see, I whatever you want. But you can't like giving yourself a nickname isn't something you do. That no, it's not a nickname. It's a clown's name. Clown generator. A juggalo clown, even better. Fantasy name generators. Ah, uh, goddamn it! Get clown names. Ooh. Took a coward's way out. <laughs> These are usually funnier. Murder bitch, though. How can I? How can I top murder bitch? Murder bitch is a good one. It would be some mix of myself and murder face from uh, Metalocalypse. That's a great, great show. It's a great show. I saw Death Clock with uh, Mastodon one time. 
Nice. Yeah, Mastodon played Crack the Sky in its entirety, and then uh, fucking Death Clock playing with um, Gene Hoagland on drums. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Death fan, so uh, seeing Gene <laughs> and just being a drummer, Gene Hoagland fucking plays with like 10-pound weights on his ankles and combat boots. Just because playing double bass is too easy for him. Oh, okay. Wow, fuck that guy. Fuck that. You know, that's funny. Even like talking to Ben about why, you know, getting out of Whitechapel and kind of going forward, he was like, I just felt like every goddamn show I played was like me doing a CrossFit workout. Just how fucking fast point, can though? I play? I don't know. Maybe he wants to do some soft jazz. Maybe maybe it's time to switch it up. Maybe get into some weird, weird instruments that you've never even fucking heard of. I wouldn't know. I yeah, I haven't met him yet. What's your name? I'm on a- also. All right, so now we're we're in the car chase scene, and he drops the puts his hand out of the window and drops the bullets. This is nighttime, and she saw him do that in the rear view. Like, come on, she doesn't have that type of vision on a dirt road. I don't believe it. Especially, you can't see that guy's hand past the headlights. That's just lighting 101. Yeah. She may eat a lot of carrots. That's it. She is French. Souffles, I believe they call them. (laughs) (laughs) She probably drinks a lot of wine, smokes cigarettes. Guarantee she smokes cigarettes. Misty 120s. Yeah. Oh, vagina slimes. You've come a long way, baby. (laughs) Dude, it just... Fucking France is not my favorite place I've been. Well, I'll take that back. Paris is not my favorite place I've ever been. I could not go back to Paris again, and that would be cool. See, uh, we're, we're trying to go to Europe in March, mm-hmm. and I basically want to go. We have friends in Sheffield, and they're like, yeah, you can just stay here and then fucking fly to Manchester. Like, yeah, right. So, or just take the train. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone's like, where are you going to go? Are you going to go to like Italy? Are you going to go to France? Are you going to do Paris? All that shit. I said, no, I want to go to fucking Dublin. And Munich, and then I don't give a <clears> shit. <throat> yeah, I just want to go. Amsterdam's a good time too. Well, she's not super pumped on drugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be all drugs. Amsterdam's red without the drug part. Yeah, but I feel like it would be cooler. You're also like a three-hour flight from Iceland there. <sighs> Man, so trip one. <laughs> like I, I, I definitely want to go back, and that's you know I want to see all these like I. Dublin, I want to do the Guinness and the Jameson tours. And yeah, I just right. want to go to Munich. I want to go to Germany. See, Germany has never really been up on my list. I mean, it's not like I don't want to go to Germany, but I want to go for sure, like everywhere in Scandinavia. Uh, I'd like to spend more time like South France. I'd like to go to Spain. Spain seems to have the right mentality. Uh, Germans my, are harsh. My clown name? Yes. Freckles the Dunce. God, you got such better name than I did. I put in my name and I got Big Money Hustler. And I feel Dude, like that's the most boring. <laughs> that is a, a fucking great Big Money movie. Hustler is a great name. That's a great just... movie, Matt. It's, a, it's ever... a lifestyle. Have you ever seen that movie? To be honest with you. I know. I've never it's, seen it's it. It's the, the ICP. I was not aware that it was a film. It is the Insane Clown Posse's movie. Called Big Money Hustler? Yep. And they made a prequel called Big Money Rustler, which takes place <laughs> in the Wild West. I own them both. Oh, did they have a third called Big Money Hustled? I wish. Like past tense. And did they I just, just, they just laugh lottery? at people. They just laugh at people for buying the movie. <laughs> hey, Corey, I got I got to go to one for you. 
where is where is Juggalos meet the the leprechaun? That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> you know, Corey, here we'll get you can have Boo Boo Chalky. I feel like I already do. That's or dirty, dirty patches. All right, I gotta. <laughs> this website has a naked baby on it. I gotta get out of here before the police show up. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Well, I think they allow that where you're at. I don't think so. You can. They give you. I watched making. I watched making a murderer. Ah, <sighs> uh, did we talk about making a murderer the last time you were here? Geography. Well, I don't. So. The, the 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 holding the place where Brandon Dassey was held. Yeah. I used to deliver chicken wings there while yes. he was held there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't remember uh, about that. So it was, it was making a murder was all real close to home. Yeah, because Sheboygan is just south of Manitowoc. That's where I grew up. Oh man, that's gnarly. I mean, I'm yeah, guessing at the you time I had it. no idea. Oh, I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. And um, a buddy of mine, who the, the the guy who actually got me into you, which sounds creepy, was inside of me. He he worked for the uh, the Chilton Police Department when Ken Krantz got busted for sending dick pics and sex texts to that that chick. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So when all that shit came on, I had a interesting insider's view. Oh God. Um. Yeah, just uh, pretty drunk right now. That a boy. Well, right. it's so less guys, fun when I'm drinking alone, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, well, I'm also funny. slightly inebriated. Uh, for a different reason, though. Yeah. So, guys, the uh, the villain in this, the the killer that I mean, the Johnny the Cash. pictured killer, Johnny not, Cash. yeah, Johnny Cash. Reminds me quite a bit of the Mick Taylor character from Wolf Creek. Matt, have you yeah, seen? Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> the TV show or the movie? Because I uh, haven't both. seen either. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the TV show. <laughs> the TV uh, show is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a bunch of it's, it's a bunch of Gen X hipsters yeah. living in an apartment building, and then some Australian guy comes in and just starts cutting them to pieces. It's well, it's then they time. make friends with him. Yeah, as you yeah. do. Yeah, they've now started a co-op. Real quick, um, Beach. Yeah, is in the he's watching this and he's seen, he said he came here to watch Hunky Dudes. All right, makes sense. I think he's in the wrong place. Or uh, I don't believe it. I'm trying to get right Beach place. to teach me how to fucking bow hunt so I can murder deers on my land. My mom can teach you how to bow hunt. Uh, uh, step so one, I'm... buy a gun. I have guns, <laughs> but my neighbors are a little too close for me to feel comfortable shooting a gun at their house. But an arrow. Well, well don't shoot it at their house. See, that's where you're fucking up. Well, what if the deer is between me and their house? Then I have to. Do you not watch like Wanted or whatever it was? Don't you just bend the bullet through so you're saying this is the Matrix and I bend bullets? No, it's that other movie with the, the where they're assassins and they bend bullets. Is that what movie is that? Has uh, the guy from? Um, it's not Red. Red. What? No, that's not Red. Movie. Movie where? Uh, McAvoy's in it. And also, Angelina Jolie. Oh, with Wanted. Would do her. Oh, wanted. I said okay. that. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Nailed it, dude. They made that crazy bullet that shoots around the earth. Yeah, let's calm it down. Yeah. <laughs> Science, dude. 
All right, I'll learn how to bend shotgun bullets and murder deer. Did you hear that the guy who made wanted or not made it, but who created the the comic, uh, Mark Miller, his comic IP farm, which is includes Kingsman and the Kick-Ass movies and everything else, solid, just got acquired by Netflix. Netflix lost Miller World. Yeah, but he doesn't even make the comics himself because they get published either by Marvel through their creator-owned stuff or by Image. But yeah, this guy, aside from the movies that have already been sold, like Netflix just acquired his company, his his IP, essentially, which they've never done before. That is crazy. They basically bought his entire universe. It bought him out for like all the ideas and stuff that haven't been made into films yet and, and probably stuff that's still coming that's up. That's pretty rad. That's pretty rad because uh, I really like like his, his style of stuff. I thought Kingsman was a ton of fun. Yeah. And the sequel's coming out pretty soon. I mean, and and that's the thing is I don't necessarily love his comics as much, but the way that they are get brought across to film, I haven't seen any of the, at least the first one, of Kick-Ass. I didn't like the second one as much, but the Wanted, Kingsman, and Kick-Ass were all great. You know, they just oh, they did something different. They were crazy. They were up in the air, just nuts. Yeah, Johnny Cash is getting the whipping. <laughs> um, what are the odds that either of you watched the new uh, Power Rangers movie? I did not. I haven't seen one. it. <laughs> I don't have nostalgia for that shit. I never cared about Power Rangers. You know what the truth is? When Power Rangers were big, I was like in middle school. I never cared about Power Rangers because I was doing other really cool stuff, like playing Magic the Gathering. No way you played Magic? Yeah, I totally played Magic. Oh, wow. I never pictured you for the type. Yeah, right, because I would leave football practice to go play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> How old were you when you touched your first boob? Pre or post Magic? Eighth, eighth grade. Under the shirt or over the shirt? Don't remember. Did you ninth grade for sure under? Had you had you tapped your charisma card to touch a boob? No, no, I, <laughs> I just went in raw dog. I didn't talk a lot about magic. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah, it wasn't a hidden hobby, but I just knew none of my friends gave a shit. Oh man, that blows my fucking mind that you did that. Yeah, I hung it out. Blows my fucking mind that I can't figure out when I touch my first boob. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> between you, me, and the fucking however many people listen to this because it's not really a secret. First chick that I made out with had a hairier back than I do at 30. Had a hairier back in not eighth a good grade. Look. No, but I knew, she would, I knew she would put out. I knew she'd put out. Surprise, dude. <laughs> broke up with her via note like, through the desk. Oh, God. Yeah, I definitely had broke up with some chicks around that time that I just stopped speaking to. Just completely ghost. Dude, I've done that. Uh, there was this girl I was dating. Um, I came back from like partying one weekend and I was just like, hey, you want to get together? And she goes, nah, I'm busy. I'm like, cool, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Never talk to her again. <laughs> like, I think she still has my Atreyu sweatshirt and one of my oh, shirts. No. I'm like, you should cool. give her, give her, send her a text. No, the last time I looked her up on Facebook, she had a couple kids and I'm like, I'm not, nope. I had a chick I went out with. She turned out to be awful. Uh, she had a real habit of like blowing other dudes. I wasn't oh, into no. it. Really that sounds awesome. Where's yeah, that girl? Yeah, right. The cuck thing wasn't not my style. Uh, I can, then, I can uh, certainly make matters worse. Yeah, we, we later broke up 
and then uh, through all of it, I guess uh, she was drunk. At, uh, at during some step in the process, decided she had to apologize to me for being awful while we were at, like went out. And I just responded with, "I was like, no, no, you're not forgiven for anything. You're awful. <laughs> Let's just be clear. I'll dislike you forever." Fucking wow. She, she's like, I can't pass step eight. Matt won't uh, say it's okay. No, nah, she gave it a go. Yeah. Fuck her. She didn't get a pass. <laughs> the uh, the girl that I lost my virginity to died of a heroin overdose on my brother's birthday. Yes. Yes. Take that like, in. Like while you Was were it at your brother's birthday? No, no, no. no. So, okay. Uh, I guess I should... The long story. So Were you all together? No. This was like... like write a note to you or anything, yeah, right? Years after the... I was like 15... Oh, well, that's can you start back up or does it not let you do that? Does it just bring it back? All right, fuck. How many people were watching? We had hundreds? Nice. Probably super into it, though. Uh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> upgraded from that one, bud. I don't think I've. I don't think any of the chicks I've banged are dead. I have an no. ex who hung herself a couple years ago after we that's were friends on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. She just liked to party. I I don't know what was going on in her life or anything, but it was a surprise to everybody because there was no signs. Like looking through her Facebook feed and stuff like that, there was nothing that. Fuck it made any sense at all. Um, but, and then <sighs> fucking weirder still. So my, my great uncle passed away. My ex-girlfriend kills herself. And, uh, I'm at a, <laughs> I'm at a friend's house in red bluff, helping them move into their new place. I check into their new place on Facebook, uh, when it was still kind of cool to do that, or at least we, I thought so. Um, and three other people from my friends list check into the place randomly my dead uncle, my dead ex-girlfriend, and my other friend's dog just all randomly check into this place. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Because this is not right. And I just... That's very strange. Yeah. Facebook is weird, man. Yesterday was the anniversary of the time that I reposted some picture of Burger Chef. And I, for some reason, got 22,000 likes on my Facebook post. Yeah, 22,000 likes on that post. And over 5,000 comments on it for something that I had oh, nothing shit. to do with. I just, I don't trust technology sometimes, man. Zuckerberg is just going to fuck everything up. They got a lot of information. Yeah. And, and they're okay with it. Like we, we talk about the Russian hacking thing and how they affected people's mentality of, of where their votes are going and stuff like that. It's not that they hacked fucking voting machines they manipulated the system by by targeting people and hitting them with news stories and stuff to fuck with their brains but facebook did that first facebook had gone through this thing where they're like hey you seem kind of depressed we're gonna try to push that a little bit further by showing you more negative posts and uh oh if you kill yourself so fucking what but facebook started that shit and so now we're supposed to be okay with with 
Zuckerberg may be running for president next? Uh, no. You're well, that's interesting. The fucking floodgates are open, man. We have we officially have a mascot that doesn't matter. Man, here's the truth of it. What I wanted the entire time during the election process was a structure fire that all of these people got caught in. Perhaps a, like a great white show or something like that. I don't know what everyone does on the weekends, but uh, if all of these people could lose, that was what I was hoping for. That was the best case scenario is that everyone somehow lost. Yeah, it's really, really bad. I just don't understand how we've gotten to a point that with 350 million people, we should have like 12 candidates that are just more amazing than the one before it. Yeah. But we... It, it, it became so a popularity contest with nobody with wants that fucking job. Oh no! You saw, you saw the last president how much it broke him down over eight years, and yeah. the, the kind of abuse that the guy went through. Every uh, president. God damn! You yeah. can look at before and after of that eight years or four years, and it's it's two decades. Yeah, it just crushes people. Not to mention, it doesn't pay great for that job. For that job? That job? No. Like some dude who owns McDonald's makes more than 500 grand. Now listen, if you're a president, don't get me wrong, you finish up your thing and then you go on a speaking tour and you make ungodly sums of money. Yep. But don't do it beforehand. For 500 grand, those eight years are ugly. You also five hundred grand forever. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Don't you make? I didn't know if it was five hundred grand or just as much money as the, the original president. But no, I think you get. I think you get the whole salary forever. Well, there are some perks, and and I don't hate anybody for for making that. It, it's it's a shit job. It is not something. The amount of people who come up and just say, "I would never want to run for president. I would never no. want to even subject myself to running." Because the invasion so of your life you basically and stuff. Become, you become the biggest celebrity in the country with the least amount of privacy and the most obligation. Yep. Oh, cool. You didn't, you didn't fucking star in Iron Man and get paid 40 million goddamn dollars. And uh, that's, that's the thing is like anybody who really wanted the job for the right reasons is so much of a believer that they kind of would scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't remember what it was I read, but it was basically saying that like anyone truly qualified for that job. Isn't interested in the job. They're, they're doing other better things. Yeah. Yeah. I just, no fucking way. It's also really weird that one person is basically in control of all that. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe they have actual less power than I, or they have the amount of power that I hope they have, which is very little. Which is why our system stalemates and blah blah blah. But cool politics talk. Welcome. No, I agree. In the words of Bill Burr, though, I'm not stressed about us having this friendship. Putin's a gangster. I'm alright with that guy thinking we're friends for a bit. He doesn't have to test his nukes. Right. They work. 
Sometimes you need a batter wolf to keep other ones away from the door. Putin can play that. Putin? What? He's shirtless. He looks awesome. And that's, that's part of it. He's like, I don't know about that. But it's fucking Putin. Like, it's, you know, whatever. There's a picture of me riding a horse, but if you cross me, I'll just fucking kill you. Like, yeah. I just assumed he was getting paid by Old Spice. You think they'd have to re- be a weird, be a weird contract to go through? Yeah. <laughs> We, we're interested in sponsoring Vladimir Putin. It, it, you're not Irish Spring, are you? Because there's no fucking way I'm going to go for Irish Spring. Oh, man. I bet having a fucking tire iron or crowbar shoved through your... Oh, dude, I used to love a pedal bike. Yeah, there's some... The gore in it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it doesn't hold back. It, it's Visually, it, it stands out as the kind of thing... But again, Wolf Creek kind of does too. Wolf Creek came yeah. about two years after this. Um, so I wonder how much it was stealing away from what this movie had done. And just... Yeah, for sure. I liked Wolf Creek though. It was definitely, uh, it was gnarly. Yeah, it was, it, well, it was kind of like hostile. It's not like a happy ending, right? No, no, it's not at all. I mean, one of the people okay, gets good. away because he just wakes up and says, fuck this shit and fuck everybody that I knew. And I'm just going to run through the goddamn desert now. Um, right, but yeah, it's it's a vicious move, and it's just a guy who's just killing people because he enjoys killing people. He just thinks it's okay. And if you do watch the TV series, I haven't seen any of the sequels, but I watched some of the TV series. It starts out where he goes after this family, um, and it it does not hold back at all. I mean, it it could just as easily have been in the movie because he just rips them to shit. Um. But then, but then one of them survives, and it becomes a show about her, with some scenes of him intermixed. But it takes a while for it to come back to like she's trying to go after him. She's trying to find this guy and and get back at him. And I don't know how that ever is supposed to work out. No, it, it's a weird deal when when the bad guy, like the serial killer thing, is always such an interesting twist because there there isn't a motive. Like you didn't enter his property. You didn't. He just wants to hurt you. Yeah. I'm just out here in the outback and I'm crazy and I'm bored. <laughs> and I'm bored. Yeah. I think that that's the most terrifying like idea. Is that I did all this, I figured I wasn't a little fucking weird about it, but it's like I don't get murdered. I don't know. Someone just shows up and they're like, I'm bored, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right, it'd be straight like purge. More guns, more more guns, man. <laughs> I got a few, but they need them. Atta boy. And I don't come out like this one. But it's you can have a desk knife. I, I hear you flicking that thing, <laughs> making me nervous. <laughs> sorry. No, never, never be sorry. It's, but I agree with what you're saying. It's like I need fucking cameras and knives and shit. Like it's just. No, oh, because then what if you look at the camera and you just see like for three hours like some rando stood in your yard? Dude, did ever I'd rather just not know. Like on your st- on the on like on your porch? Mm-hmm. No fucking way. I, 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 
Well, how, how did you determine that? How did you figure out this kid's motive? Just staring at the house numbers of the African-Americans in the What? Yeah. Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. I'd have set the place on fire immediately, just a preemptive strike. Uh, I hope it has like sick cats. Like, <laughs> cats are never healthy that long. It, it, it's no. certainly not consecutively. There, there's going to be piss and shit and and yeah, and they 100 can't be trusted. That's yeah, natural number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you won't see a cat come to your door and look at the number. It's a cat you don't see that will get you. <laughs> That's true. So when I was they come at you from the side like velociraptors, one of them's got your it's all fucking willy nilly with a yarn ball. <laughs> Next thing you know, fucking straight out of the side. All right. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll eat anything. They're goddamn dinosaurs. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, they're fucking terrifying monsters. Yes, they would. They're also stupid as shit. Oh, dumb as fuck. Yeah, go faster than spit, dumber than hell. Tell that of the fucking vole, though. Shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that thing's dead as fuck. And I'm sure there's more because there's plenty of them in the house. But yeah, they'll they'll hammer down. They'll eat mice. They fucking attack your shoes. They'd eat you given half a chance. If you just laid turkey. out there for 30 minutes and pretended you were dead, they're coming, dude. They're just buzzards at that point. They're just yeah. fucking birds of prey. They're fucking dinosaurs. Get between me and my car, and I could not get in my car. He was blocking the driver's side of my what was my new bug when I worked for Geek Squad. And I'm like, get the what? Get away from my car. Get the fuck away. And I could not get him to shoot. He just did not give a shit about me. I had to go to the other side, get on the passenger side, and then he chased my car down the street as I drove away. I'd kick that turkey's ass. 100%. (laughs) Like, the the only thing that would happen around here would be, like, some goose. I think there could be a chance there was a goose, like, between the car and and me. And, like, geese are mean as shit, but I'll fight a goose. I'm going to win. They're double birds. I'll karate chop its neck. Just fucking <laughs> good job. <laughs> Not to mention they don't have like sharp teeth or anything. They use that stupid beak. I'll punch them right in the nose. <laughs> Same way you scare a shark off. Underwater jabs. Oh, it's almost time that I'm gonna go to bed. I am an old man, which only means we can do this again. I know. My schedule gets stupid. You would I really thought this being unemployed thing would lend to more free time. I'm much more busy. I need more hours in the day. Is there a way to sort that out? 
already don't really like. Well, I think it's called meth. Like, fuck yeah! How do you do that? But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I like drugs that go the other direction. Yeah, I, I have a tendency to not sleep great, and I have a tendency to not be able to slow the old brain down, and so. Uh, meth would be the opposite of what you want. Meth would be bad news. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Adderall either. What I really don't like, however, is opiates. Those are no fun for me. You used to eat pretty healthy back in the day. Who did? Me. Oh. Eat Vicodin and shit and just play video games. No, man. See, that's no good. No, no. And that's now that I'm older, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Really fuck you up. But at the time, yeah, that's bad news. Well, of course it's not. You're fucking taking heroin and playing video games. It does sound like a good time. I mean, the only thing I'm stoked about of this upcoming surgery is that I get another run of Versed and uh, Propofol before they put me out. Versed is whatever, like, their injectable form of, like, this Valium relaxation stuff. Don't give a shit. None of that shit works on me. Woof. Every time someone's giving me something like, this will make you just not care. It's like, I fucking care more. No, I I do. Me, me. Yeah, me me and Versed will will totally totally switch to party mode as soon as it hits me. Like I'm basically asking for it as soon as I'm at the hospital. I'm like, you guys, uh, we go and get that started anytime you want. <laughs> Everybody's saying, so what kind of drugs did they give you at the doctor when you when you had a car accident? I said she told me to take some ibuprofen. She told me to to, to up it to uh, six hundred milligrams every couple hours or something like that. I haven't taken any. It was just. Well, that sounds like a pain in the ass. I'm just going to not do that and just kind of suck yeah. it up and walk around with a leg brace on. Yeah, it depends on how jacked it is. Like, I know I ended up having to take a bunch of pain meds. Like, when I was at the Arnold this year, like, my leg was real mad at me. And and those are, like, worst case scenario just to help me sleep. But uh, while I was in California, I'd pissed off my knee. And uh, the Percocet or uh, whatever has taken a weird turn. And so, like, my body shuts down and gets real comfortable and, and I'm not in pain, but my brain takes off. And so right. it's almost like I'm in some weird lucid dream state instead of actually resting. Yeah. I get really conscious and, yeah. and all the things that are supposed to like make you relax. And so it, it doesn't affect me that way. And so I just, I get angry because it's like now I'm more aware of all of this shit that's going on and I know stuff is fucked up and I can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, uh... I don't like it. I try to stay off of them. I have found a ton of luck though with like CBD oil. Okay. So that stuff I am a huge fan of. And she did mention something about some homeopathic stuff and I forgot what it was. And I just yeah. like yeah, that. That sounds like a store that I'm probably not going to go into because it smells <laughs> like armpit hair. But I, I appreciate the recommendation and I'm not against any of that stuff. I'm not against anything really. I, I, I'm for legalizing drugs. Sure. Obviously not the shit that's going to like completely fuck you up and ruin your life but so much I mean, of that I, is like, even even then it's kind of your choice but i'm worried right. about people who are fucking driving around on it no for sure i'm, I'm with you 100 percent there and as far as legalization of drugs i still believe that instead of the money we spend locking people up and chasing you could spend that money educating and doing stuff like that and right. education to me is far more you know valuable than than the actual privatized and, prison system and, and or and it's like booze. You're not 
able to get away with the shit that you do when you're drunk. You know, there's laws against that. It's just no one stopping you from getting drunk in the first place. Look, there's no there's no viable right for someone to be able to explain to me why X is illegal, but alcohol isn't. Right. I mean, but it just, I'm, I'm for all. Oh, of course, but I mean, so where do you draw the line? Then you say cocaine's not okay. You know what I mean? That's that's where I end up looking at stuff. Right, right. I realize the difference is to stay in hard drugs. Well, you should police it like alcohol. It all should be taxed as well. I mean, in Nevada and Denver and stuff like that, like they're. Not only that, like they're taxing it like fucking almost 40%. Yeah, we just passed some of the laws here in California for, for that kind of stuff. Our local things of what the taxes are for the the storefronts and stuff in, in my county. And and right. that's exciting. You know, it, it, it's exciting to me because I know that those taxes are going to go to where I live. And that's great. And it's also going to make it more exciting for other people to come be here and spend money here and maybe I'll be able to sell my fucking house for more than I bought in at. Yep. Fucking Colorado gave money back. Yeah. I mean... Well, like people, yeah. The That's Harry Potter money. Mar- yeah, the the prohibition on marijuana is weird too. With everything back to William Randall Hearst and like why it was made illegal to block, basically block growth of hemp. Yeah. And then the the media at the time putting out stories that white women was getting raped. <laughs> which which is not dissimilar from how things are being. Pitch now. God, you know, fucking rapists are coming over here. Oh, I don't like rape. I should vote against. <sighs> right. Well, I mean, vote for the other person if you're also into rape. <laughs> yep. If you're pro-rape, you could give Hillary the vote. Is what is what Trump basically did. What a disaster that whole thing was. <sighs> That's just... where we're at. It's a win-lose yeah. sporting event reality show. That's that's all it has become. Yikes! I mean, look, I don't know any way excuse to get high. Much better, <laughs> you know that. That's the other thing. I don't think anywhere's got it completely sorted out. No, you look at what's going on with Venezuela right now, uh, with the, the basically like, hey, all the people who uh, are against me, yeah, it's funny. They're all drug addicts. I think I'm going to send the cops in their homes and raid them and shoot them, uh, <laughs> but it's okay because they're breaking the law. And uh, also, we're going to have a special election where I can rewrite the entire Constitution the way I see fit. It's not a dictator, though. Totally different. Yeah, totally different. Right. He's just a passionate speaker and wants to get rid of a certain type of person. Yeah, and the people love him. Right. Or they have to say that. Yeah, that's very true. That's also, I mean, it's a pretty good tactic. Pull off that level of uh, people having to get on board. I always wondered what the Hitler thing, right? Like, do you think there was times that like people just showed up to some big giant rally because everyone's going and he's up there all fucking shaking his fist and pounding podiums and he's like, we're going to bring Germany back to its former glory. We're a world 
world leader of a country. We're the best. And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, we're going to kill the Jews. And he's like, whoa, did he say, did he say kill the Jews? But he's saying a lot of other good stuff. Right. That That's my problem with any kind of organized thing. Organized religion, organized politics, organized this. It's like when you get a bunch of people together, you might start out with a common ground of some pretty good ideas. And then the more people you add in, it's like, oh, I like all those ideas. Oh, I like all these ideas. By the way, I'm bringing this other thing to the table. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. No, you shouldn't have brought that, Dave. Uh, kind of back off. But but Dave's with us on these other things. We need Dave because right. it's making this other shit help happen. Well, yeah, no, one, um, no one talks yeah. about Hitler's 98 other good ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone gets real caught up on the genocide thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think do you think that at some point like right now there's two dudes in Germany who are like this close dude we almost we almost took this whole bitch over. <laughs> yeah, with these two dudes specifically. Specifically, Pacific Ocean. The last two were sitting at East Berlin going, but I like this wall. Yeah. It was nice, dude. It was separate but equal. Yeah. Now I gotta fucking look at the subway. <laughs> right. Underground, as they call it, the, the tube. <laughs> I'm so worldly. I know these things. What's one nice thing about having you on? You are far more educated than you having Jeff on either. Nice. No, Corey's a smart one here. I don't know shit. <laughs> I, I just guess a lot. I get drunk and Nice. <laughs> I just chime in and do the same. Uh, it's from a uh, company, Victor Winch, Victor Wrench, and it says, uh, "May the bridges you burn light your path." It's a pretty good one. Yeah, cool company. Chick who runs it's real and real nice. Uh, has some type of military type stuff background. Uh, other than that, I do not know. I mean, I don't know the whole story. She's nice. I met her through another friend and uh, tried to help with if they want to start trying to get stuff manufactured that I could help. I know some folks. Yeah, I mean. I could, yeah. I know, and that's that's what we, I meant to mention that we got a little echo, but I know I'm talking to you. Um, I think it's really fucking cool that it is cool. No one cares about the emails that I get. Sure, but th look, no one gave a shit about Hey Brand when I started it either. I just wanted to make stuff I wanted. I don't think you, gotta, you can make enough coffee to sell enough coffee that you get free coffee. Because <laughs> he's making a point. This one's a fucking good one. You could chop a camel right in the hump with this thing, drink milk straight off the tip of it. Then you hook me up with whoever I gotta get. I need a, I need a drum like that coffee roaster. Okay. I will email you my coffee roaster. He is in uh, Kansas. Baller. 
know. I, I think I'm actually at a point in my life, right? Like there's, I guess now that I'm an ordained minister. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You too? Nice. I performed um, a wedding two years ago. So wait, all three of us are goddamn ministers? Yep. Yeah. It's not that hard well, to do. Yeah. yeah, but it is a goddamn big deal. I was very close to going into the priesthood, though, when I was uh, oh, in my late teens. I was, I was not. <laughs> Me and JC never particularly got along, ideally. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Sure. Right on. Yeah, I don't think I'm technically an atheist. Not have, yeah, but it's got other bits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm more agnostic. I just, I'm not cocky enough as an atheist to say I know. That's, that's how I feel too. There, there was yeah, a, yeah, yeah, but you, but you know the important bit, like you, you do know or believe that an intelligent guy architected this whole thing, and we'll call him God. God. Yeah. See, that's where I very much differ. Is, is that base cause? I think the universe exists, and I think the universe is the greater power that I believe in. But do I think an intelligent being purposely created all of us? No. I also don't believe there's a for or afterlife. So I had which is um a good friend of mine these these power players up in Canada there's a singer in our a singer's wedding Right, right. I want to pay my final respects before I die. And he goes, they didn't bury me. Because it's kind of a funeral. And he's like, why did you want to be buried in a Jewish grave? And I said, because I want to honor God. And he goes, yeah, you want to honor God. Because you want to go for you. Right. And I was like, holy fuck, I've never thought about it that way. I just yeah, because... Yeah, the dead person doesn't care. And Elvis has left the building. That's what wakes you really well. Wakes you right. really well because it's it's like a celebration of that person by the or people who be. love them. But it but they they all gather together and it's it's for them. You know, you you leave everybody yeah, yeah. on a on a higher note than a sour note. And if I whether or not I believe in the afterlife, and I'm I'm up in the air on either or on that. But I don't think that people are going to find me if if there's an existence of me still somewhere at the place where my body is buried because that's not a place that i frequented that wasn't the place that i loved you know you want to find me look at the places that i actually like to be and and most of the places that i like to be would be around those people right so you know if if you could find me you're gonna see me where my wife is you're gonna see me sitting here in this fucking chair talking to matt every week or or something akin to that it sucks if that's where you're <laughs> 
that's that's the shit that I love. And and so yeah. try to leave your legacy in the things that you do and the people that you know and love and 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 the world that you make. Because Yeah, I mean if I if I give any type of belief to like afterlife, right? It's just simply what memories and life experiences that you've put on the people who are still alive. Yeah. And that's a passing of energy, you know, if right. you, if you want to take it in that regard, then it's it's my synapses kind of affect your synapses and and that's how we we move along. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, and, it's and that's I, yeah, that's definitely what I feel about it, you know, and that you know, I, I for the life of me believe that the universe maybe has something else you know, in the cards, you know, but with that said, I believe the universe, if, if that is what we're calling that I would consider the creator or the higher power, it is indifferent of my existence. I just, I personally get that warm and fuzzy thinking that this is a little bit of me. Because sure. Thinking that I am the top is too much to comprehend. Well, I see, I don't understand where the, where the jump comes from thinking that there's something bigger. Or that feeling like you're you're at the the pinnacle of it. See, I like I definitely don't know if I think that there's this like I said an intelligent architect, you know, typical idea of God. And, and I don't necessarily feel like there's an intelligent architect, as you're putting it. Like there, I don't know. There's there's something there's some comfort in knowing that there's something smarter than you that. Mm -hmm. Oh, like a plan. See, that's where I run into it. I don't think there is. That there is a, you know, what I, I believe in, the fact that there is a Christian God who has some sort of idea of how my life should go. And that when I die, I go to, quote-unquote, heaven. I'm not saying sure. that's right. Why I'm not saying that you're right is not that important. You're, you're saying this, this works for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, Right. That see, see that I don't that I am the top, like that that humans are the top of the the intelligence chain, I guess. Blows my fucking mind because yes, we're smart as a species, but I feel like we're exceeding the top. Well, even without religion, I don't believe that humans are the top. That's just oh, like the, same, the yeah. coolest guy in the room, and then somebody else walks in the room and they're way fucking cooler than you. Right. I, but but I will say that when it comes down to and and I, again, I'm open to a lot of different things when it comes to religion. I've studied a lot of different religions when I was trying to figure out where I was going to find my place in it. When I look at the universe and the universe is gigantic and infinite and expanding and everything else, and I keep thinking, yeah, but at some point there's got to be something outside of that, right? That's a because, because everything my brain says, everything is finite trying to grasp infinity is just too much for me as a human being to do. And I'm a semi-intelligent yeah, like walk, Walking up to the edge of a room and getting to a wall, but then you could reach past the wall. Right. And, and, and so the idea that there was, there's a beginning and an end, there's an alpha and omega and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, but before that beginning, there had to be something else that made the beginning. And that to me is where faith lies, is the fact that there's something that's just so extraordinary that I cannot even fathom it as a as the person that I am. And so, yeah, I believe that there's something bigger than us. I believe that there's something outside of this world besides us. But it's not necessarily 
Catholicism or Christianity or Buddhism or anything else. It's just, I have to believe there's something more. So I don't think that I'm the, the, the greatest achievement. I don't think that I'm what all that life is supposed to be, but I don't have a problem with it either because I, I do believe that whatever else is more is something that maybe someday I'll reach and maybe someday I won't and not reach as like become, but reach as just maybe death brings us to that understanding. Right. Or it doesn't. And we just go away and we just keep pressing on. That's the whole point of Nirvana is to just keep being reincarnated to try to reach that zenith of understanding and betterment. And and maybe that's not something that you do in yourself. Maybe that's something you do in others. I like the idea of reincarnation. I like the idea of getting a second run at this life. I'm pretty, pretty happy with it. Uh, You know, I, I tend to look at like what, type of codes you can break right and so like something you notice within like our world is you know basically fractals you know this this exists everything and things happen cyclically so you know that's through time and time's infinite and so i mean that there's a thing that's weird to me that you know the way you know the the look of how we lay out what an atom looks like right that also looks like how the solar system plays out and so I mean, if, you know, perhaps the Big Bang is just simply one atom's nuclear fusion and we're really, really small. Yeah. Because... The Donald Sutherland animal house theory. Yeah, you know, and at some point on the, I guess, if we're looking at just scale of things, if, if all of the known universe is, you know, like, you know, part of another atom inside of this other bigger thing, I mean, that's fractal too. And so size is actually kind of irrelevant because if size is infinite and everything's infinite in all directions, including time, see, that's, that's where I start to find comfort is like the further I dive into that and the more that I feel like uh, insignificance of my life. Right. In, in the grand scheme or the grand plan. I, I find a lot of relief from anxiety because of that. A lot of relief from you know, the rat race for a lack of a better term, because it doesn't fucking matter. And so and, and, do what makes you happy. Yeah. And, and what makes me happy is trying to bring happiness to others. I, yeah, right. 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 Well, I am you know, is built on empathy. Yeah. Most people take the, the do what makes you happy thing is this really selfish. Like I'm just going to fucking, you know, basically the purge or run <laughs> around and commit murders and do drugs. Like, fucking Christian or Christian or atheist or, or whatever it is, or agnostic, like morals are not dependent on being part of any of those. Like you can still not be a piece of shit. Like that one's a pretty certain goal that doesn't really have to do much with people's beliefs. I think, I think church and the Bible and all that served a very good purpose for a long time. I think People, you know, before literacy and all this needed to be educated, there needed to be rules, there needed to be things, and it was much easier to say, Dad says so. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm not someone who likes to tear apart other people's beliefs. That no, that's the thing, is no, I would no, rather no. explore them and find out what I can grab from that to make something work for my frame of mind and and certainly maybe my frame of mind gets adjusted by it maybe but i there's learned nothing something wrong with taking what works for you and ditching the rest i mean just exactly something had you know 10 bad ideas but five good ones doesn't make the five ones shitty 
depending on how you look at stuff, um, there's definitely a crossover of insanity that if someone reaches with their beliefs that I can't, can't go back the other direction on. The, the, the mentality of closing off to everything else bothers me a little bit and asking other people to close off to everything else. And, and when I grew up, I went to Catholic school uh, for a number of years, uh, even though we weren't really part of the church and we weren't practicing Catholics or anything, but I went to Catholic school and I don't remember even at that point in time, like I had some problems with the religion class and the things like sometimes they would teach you stuff and it was, you could get a wrong answer when they ask you your opinion. That bugged me even as a kid, but more often than not, and certainly every other religion that I was a part of growing up or seeing as I was exploring stuff, there wasn't a fight against science from the religious side. And now it seems that that's the very popular thing to do is, is a science denial thing. And that bugs me. And I know that that's not something that religion is really pushing. That's agendas politically that is being pushed. Um, So I don't blame. there There are the religions that push ideas of well i guess look faith doesn't push away science right but religions with an agenda like you said do and like i i really run into trouble like with like the, the creationist route and some of the other like things that like if some of those things are something that you're going to take as fact like you have to wave bye-bye to a lot of other stuff yeah and you have to accept a lot of stuff that maybe doesn't make sense either. The, <laughs> the, the pinholes of like, yeah, but your religion said this. Well, we don't really believe in that. Well, it you well, kind of are expecting an all or nothing from us. Well, that's that's how it works. Yeah, like, that, that's one for me with the religion thing. It's like, well, that part's kind of crazy, but this part to me makes total sense. Like, well, you don't get to do that. Like, you're on a team. <laughs> you know. If if you're gonna say that you are one or the other, like if you're gonna say that you are as far as saying like I am Christian, not Christian, a uh, Catholic, then like there's some some rules that make you that. But there are yeah. so many factions, and it's the same thing. It's like oh I'm I'm a Democrat, but I'm I'm a Democrat socialist, or I'm I'm right. not a Republican, I'm a Libertarian, and so yep. that's that's the thing. The breakdown of these giant standards is what allows for separate thought and for new ideas and for a better relationship of of the the place that we're at can improve because we're not just labeling to the one thing right labeling is a problem you know yeah above anything i mean but we really like as a country we really like being able to tie things up in a bow and say that's that it's a black and white issue when almost everything lives in some version of gray. Warning. And because you can poison a word. You can say feminism is a bad thing because all of these things that feminists believe, and I don't agree with them, it's like, but feminism isn't a bad thing, but you've turned it into something that is. Or or social justice warrior, which sounds like the greatest fucking thing in the world to be, but it's a poison (laughs) term because people on the internet have just screamed it out loud, pointing fingers at people, and it's Uh like... We live in a we live in a very interesting time, and the the thing I always think of with with all of that, right, with your social justice warriors and your stuff that's happened at some of the colleges in the Pacific Northwest, and these ah, just insanity. 
from from the hive of that type of stuff as far as it'll go. Like the only reason any of this stuff is in the news or we have time to think about it or any of that is because our lives are so soft. Yep. That this is honestly something we have time to deal with. Like two generations ago to my grandparents, like like they didn't have adult coloring books. Like you don't <laughs> you don't get to fucking give me your hardcore speech on social justice and who we need to protect when like you needed to de-stress your day today by playing with an adult coloring book. Like my grandfather would be like, what are you so stressed about? Were you out fighting Nazis? That's what I did all afternoon. <laughs> Which would be cool to take a few plays off. I love the idea of an adult coloring book because I would pick up a coloring book and color <laughs> anyways, because it's just sometimes it's fucking fun, right. but it's, it is a weird place to be that it's it's become a therapy when it's like but and and I don't I don't begrudge anybody having therapy. Well, sure, but like you get to have an adult coloring book and then have an opinion of whether this adult coloring book sucked compared to a different one. Right. Because this afternoon you didn't have to go kill your food for dinner. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just an amazingly soft world that we live in. And, and I love and my I enjoy it because I love fucking air condition and I like that I have I've never basically been hungry my entire life. It's it's phenomenal. I do think it's nice to occasionally be aware of it. Like that it's being aware of that type of stuff is the reason that like I'm not stressed about another knee surgery. Like, well the problem is a lot of society is You could just stop the sentence there. They ain't woke. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the entitlement. It's it's that this is now the norm and that's how things go. And I mean, not only that, like even really, really areas in our country that, that have poverty, right? Like those areas still are not poverty like Mogadishu. Like there's no chance of climbing a ladder there to get your get out. There's no social programs, there's no dumpsters that have food in them yeah it's and, it's even still different and I, I that's that's why i don't have a lot of complaints like i i struggle like anybody struggles and i, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. sit there and i second guess decisions and go like oh man my life would be such a different place if i hadn't done that one thing and and set out on this path but i'm not dying i'm not picking through garbage to to eat no. i'm i'm life's real good i, I, don't, yeah. I don't have any complaints whether my knee works or not or if i didn't have the leg you know what i mean like things are cool i'm comfortable i don't i don't pay my bills using my leg i'm in a very comfortable spot you know i don't have to go roof houses for the next eight weeks to make sure we have a mortgage payment yeah so i I, I try. And, and that's part of the reason that Victoria and I we both like you because you're you're very successful, but you don't. Well, it's all relative. And that's the, that's the other thing. I'm not very wealthy, but compared to us, you're somebody that are nobody. Okay. Which is. Fun. But you don't treat us like that. Exactly. You don't act like that. Well, because I, I still fucking pay money at Starbucks for coffee. You know what I mean? Like, there's not just fucking droves of people sending checks in the mail to me. I still go to the grocery store and get frustrated because it's full of stupid people. 
<laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I've got a decent following on a couple different social media platforms. And if you look at that number of who's following compared to the general population of our country, it's amazing that I ever see anyone. My wife is getting followers on her Instagram because of the art and stuff that she's been doing. She's been doing lowbrow art. She just had a couple of zines that when she was fe featured in and when she ran um, and she hit 3000 followers on Instagram the other night and she's running a contest as a thank you. And she yeah. she's done this a couple of times as it's gone along and she's super excited. And she she's got friends who are artists that are like way above her. It's like when we had uh, Erica on here who does the Apex and the Abyss podcast uh, who just hit an insane amount, 500,000. Of her podcast. Yeah, yeah, for a podcast. Um, 500,000 downloads. That's a lot. For two countries. Trying to buy time here. We don't need we're at about the 50,000 mark. Yeah, we're about 50,000 versus about 100,000. Right. But we, it still blows our minds that we're at 50,000. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or anything well, close to that. Uh, you know, and that's, that's basically the same way like growth with hate brands been, right? Like, a year ago, if you would have told me that we're doing a month, what we're doing right now, I'd be like, get fucked. Like, I can't even imagine that would even be relatively possible. And then if you said the same thing to me a year before that, it's the same answer. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure in a year from now, if I'm doing the same amount right now per month that we're doing now, I'll just be bummed, <laughs> which is stupid. But to me, it's like, like I said, if, if if you look for me, this is where I like to be. Where we're at is perfectly okay with me. Not losing people is is just that's exactly all I want is to not lose people's interest. What? But, but I'm sure that'll happen at some point, and and we'll just go through our ebbs and flows and everything. But I have like, it's not like I see Erica's numbers and I think, oh God, that's where we need to be or that's where I want to be. I'm super happy for her and she fucking deserves it. And she's amazing. Her show's amazing. The amount of work she puts in is way higher the level than what we're at. None of that bothers me. I, no, I don't have that competitive nature. I just look at it as like, but there are people who show up, you know, Growly Bear shows up when we record our show. Um, Until I accidentally hit the shit button. You fucked up, but that's, but that's well, fine. He uh, understood. We're, we're used to me. But people link. listen to us. People like us. We've made such incredible friends out of this. You know, right. like Jack and Dan, who mentioned us casually again this week on their show, just because they're awesome guys and they think we're awesome guys. That's that's the kind of shit, like, nothing else, no measurement, no fucking statistic on Blueberry or whatever else or iTunes is going to equal out to how I feel by having people like you and and Jack and Dan and and the guys from Ink Geek and everybody else in our lives like this because that is spectacular to me. Well, like part of the reason I like doing this podcast, right, is because it's it's kind of the same vibe that I feel like I've really tried very hard to do with like my YouTube channel and I really enjoy making video content and editing and doing all of it. But I feel like like I'm the same guy there as I am on my channel. I'm not putting on a front and, and like, I'm not putting out videos that are gross because I think they're going to get views. 
I don't want to do the same videos that 10 other people are doing. Like, I don't want to do a video fucking explaining my tattoos to you. I don't want to do a video trying to eat 10,000 calories. Like, I just, I just fucking don't want to do it. I find it so boring. And so, like, that's not the content I'm interested in making, much less, you know, because then you're weaseled into making something because that got views and that got you this bump. And those people want to see more of that. And so then you're stuck fucking doing stuff you don't want to do. And that's that's basically the goal. Like, since the old job went away, it's like, oh, what do you want to do? Whatever the fuck I want to every day. That's my goal. And that's I enjoy being me. I like me. Right. That's build a business. I feel like traveling, I can fucking leave if I feel like, you know, I still got responsibilities and shit like that. But day-to-day life, whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah, and anything creative that I've ever done, I, I I can't do for an audience because I'm not that good. You know, when I write a story, I write a story because it's something that I want to write, not because it's something I know I can sell. Right. And and that's that's who I am. But I, I don't disapprove of anybody who does that. It's, there's a, it's another skill entirely. I mean, and look, like, you know, being able to produce viral content is is fucking impressive i just i mean it's not like i have a bunch of really great ideas that like oh that'll be a million you know and i just don't do it (laughs) no but you you did that video with um yeah yeah those guys and that is still there's like a youtube it's funny but it's like you pulled something up oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it was a really odd combo Oriental, I think, is. Or, well, you can call them that. That was, that was fun. Those guys are good, good dudes, man. I that, that was. was uh... And that's that's really your house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Nah, fuck it. Our friend Travis did a video. <laughs> Our friend Travis is is a metal singer and everything, and did a video with a friend that was, uh, singing about manual transmission driving. And how to how to drive a manual, and it's all done in metal, and it's hilarious and it's awesome and it's one of those things that definitely is has gone viral and and gets a lot of attention. But it's so fucking Travis. Oh look, don't get me wrong. If something happened, like if that video where I did that thing with uh, the after hours crew, like if that goes viral, like yeah, I, I was into that. That was fun, but it wasn't the goal. Right, it was fun. That's you know, the if, goal. if something goes viral, it's a cool side effect of doing the thing you wanted to do. Yeah, because people, I think you even said this on the first show that you were on with us, is people can smell a fake. Wow. What, what I remember you specifically saying is, uh, I don't remember who it was about, but you said he's in on the joke. He understands what this is about and what it's not about, that, and he's not putting himself key. up higher than what it is. Right, That that's a big key to me, basically for anything. And... Man, just be in on the joke that it's like no matter what level you're at, like you realize this is kind of dumb. You know, like I mean, I hope that there's mornings that fucking like Puff Daddy wakes up, right? And he's just like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> and like just shakes his head at his white tigers and then like gets up and laughs as he goes to he's like, I just figured out some code that this all made sense. Yeah. You know, I was able to produce enough of the weird sounds with my mouth that it pleased enough people's ears that they've given me all their money. 
<laughs> it's very odd. I went to a hotel and I was on the fifth floor instead of the sixth floor, and somehow everything just fell into alignment after that. Right, right. You know, and it, it doesn't discount the hard work that you put in, but it also doesn't elevate you as being like the only one who put in hard work. Nope. And hard work does not directly equal success. No. However, it is stacking the cards in your favor for whatever opportunity comes. Now, you can guarantee failure and you can guarantee not success. But if you have any interest in those, like the hard work's just part of it. It may or may not pay out at some time, but I guarantee you not doing it isn't going to work. Or if it does, it becomes so fleeting that you can't hold on to it. You see people accidentally stumble into a big pile of shit and then then they can't run with it. The celebrities who lost all their money in one way or another and then just struggle. Nick Cage making every movie he can. Working his ass off to get yeah, the money like back that he lost. Yeah, and Sam that, Jackson don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I, I respect him for it. I, I may not like his films. I, I may not right. think he's the greatest actor, but he's doing everything he can to yeah. get himself back Wicker into Man? a place of comfort. I, I've seen some of Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wicker Man gone in sixty seconds. I celebrated his entire catalog. <laughs> Yeah, he's got the fucking Declaration of Independence. And I I fucking respect the guy because he doesn't give up. You know, there was actually regarding like the Sam Jackson thing, like that was something uh, I read in an interview because the guy was asking him, was like, you kind of do everything. Like there's not roles that he'll not do. Yeah. And he's like, you know, family I came from, like dad was real blue collar, was a worker in a factory. And so this is my job. Like, I need to be working. Like I'm not that do one movie and then take the rest of the year off. Like I, I'm here to fucking work. Like there's voiceover to do. There's this I can do, you know? And you appreciate that people will hire you. Yep. You know, and you can say no to a job. You can, I, man, when I got right. laid off from retail, I worked really hard to try to decide to not go back to retail, <laughs> not because I hated it, but because I just, I didn't feel like there was anything left I had to give or get from it. Right. Right. You know, that was, I got a lot of job offers, you know, after you spend 10 years in the, that petrochemical industry, especially as a sales guy, like other companies are willing to hire you as a sales guy. You've already got a network and all this type of stuff. And it was, it was really strange telling people, well, I either told people no, or when they asked me what it, what it would take, I just gave a number that was, ridiculous that like well if they do pay me i guess i'll do that for a while until they also decide to fire me because they can tell i don't give a shit (laughs) no the champ's not gonna work in retail dude (laughs) he put the foot up on boxes in the back and points at things i gotta say though those sort themselves out i i helped at the comic shop that my one of my best friends owns uh while i was laid off and while I was looking for full-time work and everything. And I loved that. That reminded me of, of the first comic shop I managed out in Michigan. And, and I loved the customer base and I loved what I was selling and helping people with. And I'd love to help people. Um, right. That is something that I learned in retail is that I really enjoy helping people, solving the problems, finding the, the right items for them, whatever it takes. That is what I, what I most look forward to going to work every day. Um, and I like problem solving, so that's why I wound up in IT. But I I can see a situation where working retail 
is still rewarding. But I knew that working retail for a living and, and that struggle of what it was and where retail is right now wasn't going to be rewarding enough. Right. Yeah, that's and that's kind of what it was for me. Um, I knew I didn't want to be in that industry anymore. I just, I can do it. I just didn't want to continue doing it. And if I didn't have to do it, why am I doing this? Yeah. And the problem with it for me was it's it's those wasted days, you know, that like fucking spending 10 hours in the car to go have lunch with people that I don't particularly want to even have lunch with. You know what I mean? Like, and then go laugh at jokes I don't give a shit about and play that role. I don't, I don't want to fake a bunch of conversations in my life anymore. I did that for 10 years. I don't want to play the game any more than I absolutely have to. Yeah. You know, so I try to avoid doing shit that I have to like pretend to enjoy. I just, you know, just saying no, I just don't do it. There's plenty of friends that are like, hey, we've got, you know, uh, christening or some fucking thing that people feel obligated to go to. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to go to that. And they're like, oh, you stood in our wedding. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Oh, see, I'm very, very comfortable with saying no. And simply just because I don't want to. Oh, no, I'm completely the other way. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's always a cost to benefit, right? I'm happy to say no to most things and what most people request of me. But I also don't ask for anything. You can get both. That's true. Now, there there are people in my life that no matter when or what they call about, I'm there and I'm, I'm open to help. Yeah. However, there's plenty of people that don't have that. And I, I'm unlikely to be surprised at this point in my life, but there are still times when my instinct is to say no to something. But when I wind up saying yes, and I go and I let it happen... I wind up enjoying it more than I ever expected to. Not all the time, but but it does happen. I hate you when you say no. Me too. <laughs> well, like that's like there's there's things I'll enjoy and not enjoy. There's there's some family gatherings I like doing and other family gatherings I don't. A lot of it depends on like time of exposure. Like how long is this thing gonna last? Yeah. Yeah, but you like your family. Yeah. 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 Yeah, see, the problem is if I if I didn't get along, right? Yeah. Like, these are things that I would just say, no, I'm not going to. But like, we've got a family vacation that we've kind of done, like, since we were kids, where like, everyone goes to the beach and, like, cousins and all this type of shit, and uh, I'm just at a point in my life, I went for a couple out of, like, well, the whole family's there, like, I've got to go do this thing. And, like, after doing it for two years, I realized I didn't enjoy being there at all. And I'm just not going to go anymore. Like, I understand my mom and some, you know, my brother will be a little bit bummed, but none of that is enough for me to outweigh how miserable I was for fucking four days. And I know that sucks to say is like, oh, fucking poor you beach vacation. 
so <laughs> fucking tough. But I'm like, I'd, I'd rather just not go. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of a vacation just me staying at my house. Dude, I'm down hanging out here. Speaking of hanging out here, it is definitely time for me to crush yeah, and go to sleep. Yeah. I'm going to give high tension. Are we going to say high tension without the opening? We're doing the boner scale again. It's going to change up a little bit. Fair enough. Do whatever you want. We'll fall asleep. Two, so we're going to, I'm going to give it two different ratings. Right. So rating as is with what they were trying to accomplish with the plot. Okay. I'm going to give it a uh, one and a half Lannisters. <laughs> uh, on the gore scale I give it three Starks and um, the version that say doesn't have the twist at all edited into it and it's just simply like a like a thriller I'm going to give it four and a half Targaryens Overall rankings are red. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I noticed that he landed on banana as a flavoring. So yeah, for sure. But grape colored. Yeah. I feel like you guys plot against me. Everybody plots against you when you pee, Matt. What's your ranking, Matt? Yes. Okay, so I'll give it two Lannisters because it wasn't great, but I liked some of it. Fair. Then what the Stark was? Starks. Starks are for gore. Starks are for fun. Um, Which makes sense. Yeah, right. I'll agree that you do two for a Stark because it's too close. Or wasn't. I'd say like three Starks and one and a one quarter Ramsey. Or Bolton. What's the Ramsey? Ramsey's torture. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. Three Starks. Yeah. And what, what's the third one? Uh, the Targaryens. third one was Targaryens. Targaryens. And what, what is Targaryens that would be for the edited version that didn't have the plot twist. Oh, shit, man. Um, you can see that shit off. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking great film. <laughs> Do you think just somebody's like somebody's wife or husband was on set and they were like, "You said you were gonna do the plot twist." But <laughs> do the fucking plot twist. And they're like, "Fucking fine." We'll do. We're gonna throw in this plot twist in a minute and thirty seconds in this fucking ninety-minute film. Got it. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, this guy basically wanted to fucking have Johnny Cash and a yellow sports car on set. <laughs> he got stuck fucking having and, a dream sequence. Watch, watch women masturbate and, <laughs> and shower. He's got a fucking good good gig going. Yeah, he knows what's up. Corey, it's your turn. Uh, okay, yeah, so The Lannisters there. is the, the movie with the beginning in it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that if the twist had been done better i would have liked the twist 
Well, sure, but they didn't. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it two and a half. Fight be- club. <laughs> I'm going to give it two and a half because of the fact that I think the twist could have been ah, okay. set it apart. Um, and what differentiates it from a from a Wolf Creek or other movies like that? I I want to give them that for the potential of it, but they just didn't reach the potential, so it doesn't elevate above a two and a half. Uh, the Lannisters, the Gore. It is a very good feature if you want to see someone just tear a family to shit. Um, Ripping and, in the tearing. Yeah, if if you like that kind of movie, The Collector is one of those <laughs> things that I think would be up against this. Uh, yeah, I, I'll give it a I'll give it a three and a half. On, on All right, that. three and a half Starks. And then the Targaryens, without the twist, I'm going to go lower because I again I think the twist gives it a better case for why this movie should have been made. I'm going to go uh, three and a half on that. So you go, you definitely ranked it overall blue. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, in closing, I'd say, uh, easily come quad, check it out. I mean, or don't, it's your fucking life. There's a lot to enjoy in it. It's not perfect. It's not horrible. Uh, it's something that you get the experience of watching it and you don't feel bad having seen it, but you no. will have, have criticisms. Yeah, just because they didn't bother with a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like needing it to make sense. <laughs> so they just said, fuck that bit. Normally we have an, an, an outro, but I can't see straight anymore. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You can find me at all the regular places. Uh, Instagram, I hate Mad Vincent. Uh, you can buy stuff from me. Please do and, uh, buy stuff from me. Yeah, at thehate.com. You can do that and support my lifestyle. Wait, rabbit lifestyle? I mean, that's basically what it is. <laughs> Knives? You, you guys buy that stuff and you get to see me live my life. Not having a job. <laughs> Thanks. Beep up, beep up. And it would it would sound kind of like a, a semi dickish thing if the stuff wasn't so good. Yeah, nice. the stuff is good. I, I have a I have an argument with the, the prince. So what's the issue, son? Prince on the same fucking group. They're uh, they're all the same. Uh-oh. Now they're they're different cuts because uh, tri blend or like the premium stuff yes. definitely has a slightly different fit. But I wear XL and everything. It happens. All lose fifty pounds on the keto diet. Could are still wearing two X's, so we don't look like overstuffed sausages. Some of us love beers. Two, that's cute. Yeah, your newest shirt is definitely tight. You look fatty. Aww. But you're fine. You got my vote for that. My wife bought a super vape pen. Dude, my old. This fucking douche whistle. Where you blow a wig of plumes. Now, is that, is that, what's, is that a flavor? Or is uh, that birthday cake. That's what? It's birthday think- cake. Mm. It's fucking pretty great. <laughs> That's also true, yeah. She blows out his candle and makes a wish. Nice, dude. 
fucking socking dingers over there, Corey. I kissed his ass like a gay person would. It's like, it's like listening to Rogan's podcast. You hear him constantly flicking the lighter. Kevin Smith is good too. Smodcast. Yeah. I, I started out with the Smodcast. That was probably the first podcast that I was really listening to. That I like when him and Moser get really into Canadian stuff. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Canada. What? Oh, man. Canada's fucking great. You got all dressed chips. You got fucking Trailer Park Boys. You got Letterkenny. Victoria, Canada is awesome. Vancouver's awesome. They're basically like great redneck people. They're amazing. Well, it's it's some mixture of like rednecks and what 1950s America is. What my brain says. And and they they got invaded by French, obviously, which is bad. But they cordoned them yeah. off, which is smart. And they're still cocky and pricks. One of our one of our very good friends, Jeff Debeau, is French Canadian and is an awesome dude and a very good it's writer. The too. worst accent that any human can have. <laughs> he'll probably say he'll probably agree with you. He can write a fucking book. Oh, he that a boy! A fucking book. Well, of course, because the rest of the time he sounds like he's got rocks in his mouth, or he's trying to kiss you the whole time he's talking to you. <laughs> None of these things are our fault. That's right. Truthers, I like that. <laughs> he, he, he wrote a horror book that took off. Fuck yeah. Yeah, big thing. Um, but Matt and I will talk a little about it. Corey, where can people find you? Uh, you know what? It, nothing for me right now. Just go to uh, look at my wife's Instagram, hag underscore <laughs> attack. Look at some of the art that she's doing. She's she's killing it, and I'm very proud of her. So that's all I'd like to do. And don't ask comics if you want to check out some of the comics that I'll publish for Levi Krauss. Uh, oh, yeah. She is. Nice. Tell us about your band, Matt. No. Okay. <laughs> Even better. No. Fuck yeah. Why are you doing shows then, ass? It's for the feel, Corey. Yeah. For the goddamn love of the Right. So I can be frustrated at 10 p.m. And feel the regret of the 40s. Why are we fucking old? See, I'm trying to ramp up traveling. That's really what I'm trying to jack up here in the next like couple years. Like really, I'd like to really, be... really getting loose on it. I would like to be able to poop. Metamucil. I mean, that's that's my it's struggle. Best. It's the fucking best. You'll never be number one unless you care about your number twos. Metamucil, holler at me. I'd love a scholarship. <laughs> yep. See, I'm thinking about this. This is like a trip that I want to do, and I've got a couple people on board. I need to figure out when. Um, I want to go to Vietnam or like Cambodia. Well, that's terrifying. I love that. <laughs> and I want to buy a motorcycle and then just take off. Well, if you buy a motorcycle and drive with us, then I'll get you to meet my wife. From Vietnam, that's going to be a tough one. I'm going to have to get it up to I speed. Didn't, I didn't yep. realize you were buying a, a motorcycle in Vietnam. Yes. That's the idea. I'm going to spend like 500 bucks, buy a motorcycle in Vietnam, 
ride around the country and then either give it away or sell it when I'm ready to go home. Well, it depends on who you want to go with. I'd say none have said it's a bad idea. Vietnamese people actually like us, and it's cheap there. Look, it's not like I'm trying to go to fucking Russia. What? They all about motorcycles over there. They're into Western stuff. Yeah, they're not mad at us anymore. I'm not trying to go to North Korea. That's true. Rod dog. Big burn, big worm. Take care of Kim Jong for us. Yeah, I think I think I'd like to do that. Like maybe, you know, Thailand, Cambodia, some Asian country where I can get around on a motorcycle. I'm not trying to like go to the AUE right now or to like any of the terrifying desert countries where they're trying to cut people's heads off. Those are off my list of things I'm trying to visit. Yeah, I'd like to go to Peru. I'd like to go to Argentina, Patagonia. Matt is worldly. I'm not worldly. I know where things are on a map. I can say countries' names. Compared to us, you're worldly. I haven't been to that many different countries, though. That That's the thing. You've been to more than we have, which is usually Yeah, but there's a shitload of them. I've been, God, I've been looking to the Henry Rollins stuff lately. He's got me with Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Uh, him and Ari Shafir yep. have done some cool travel lately. Funny, uh, Ari Shafir likes doing nice. Even better. I like TJ Miller a lot. Yeah, Ari basically bailed for like four months. Don't blame him. Just fucking took off, went to went to Asia, and just kind of hung out. We got a flip phone. And disappeared for four months. Yeah, don't try to leave the country with with the smartphone at this point, because your entire fucking world is gonna get just jacked when you try to come back in. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Well, time to go. Let's go to bed. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at the lifeguard, and I've got uh, this Tuesday night. Matt, thank you again for coming on. Hell yes. As always, keep your blades close. It's not three and a half always, but close to three. Um, that a boy. We'll have to do this again. But always. The next time we'll start at like noon Friday. I don't like that. So we can just ruin two days through something Friday. I like it. All of Twilight. What if we played on three separate TVs at the same time? Because we like to party. <laughs> See, I like doing the podcast while the movie's playing. I think that's key. Okay, let's find out what X Men is. No one watches the movie beforehand. Well, they're all movies we've already seen. Nah, you totally got to do your homework. You can't watch it live. Okay. Because then it's Mystery Science Theater, which is great, but. I like that I'm invested. This isn't my podcast. I'm just fucking throwing ideas out. <laughs> like, I'm here every week. <laughs> you haven't let us astray so far, so. I've let you guys know I'm unemployed, and now I'm the third wheel. 
I'm trying to third wheel a bunch of fucking podcasts. That's that's gonna be my new move. I'll slide into Marks. I do y'all's. There you go. It's all over the place. No. Third wheel. Yeah, you know, we talked about a Serbian film, and I just don't know that I want to watch it again. I will not watch that movie unless you want me to. Have there are certain movies it? that we've held out on strictly for you, and it's like, oh. I, I really want Matt back on. I really hope Matt doesn't say he wants this to be the movie that he picks. I, I watched it, and look, I mean, the thing is, it's 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 a better shot film than I expected. The plot's not... I mean, it's fucking insane, but it's not bad. Like, there's less plot holes in that than there is high tension. Um, but yeah, it's really it's a fucking bummer. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot. It was a really good movie. Sure, a Serbian film is a good movie. It's, it's just, just not what you want to see. Twice, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, there's because, there's plenty of movies that I think are are great films that I'm not interested in rewatching. Yeah, like now now that I've seen it, right? Like there's and then there's parts of it that are just so over the top insane that like you just think, oh, because you guys had to say we did the craziest fucking thing ever done. I don't know, two? What's a good number? Because <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. But we're just going to have to... I'll, I'll have to take some notes because we can't do nine hours of Twilight. But what, what we should do is I should figure out a way to do... So what if we do... What if, because we do Twilight, I also make my wife do it with us? As a fan, she can also fact check. Because when I'm yelling about werewolves turning into school buses and why their shorts explode, <laughs> where's this cache of George that they hide in the forest? So what if we just like schedule out a few days of like an hour Oof. Not, not physically scheduled, but like what if we just <laughs> plan like three days meeting or something for our birthdays to do Twilight? I got next eight weeks I'm at home. I got knee surgery Tuesday. Come back. I'll fucking hire you to fix the lights for me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Oi. Um, when, when's this movie? Tuesday. It's 15th? Yep. And I got a sweet eight weeks on crutches. I think I'm only flying to one place. I think you're presently in one place. Yeah, I got to go to New Hampshire. So Highland Games. I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him see. Going to what? Help run that microphone. Oh. Nice. Can you pick up yeah. audio with us? Um, it's going to be doubtful. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You can't bump it. Nope. Yeah, you could. Okay. Well, I, I've come to such a bar though. When our 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way I like to live my life. Low expectations is what my Vincent's open for. Okay. You're not going to recall any of this. Ha! Future Matt. <laughs> it just says, it says, get Matt back on podcast. Go see mom sort life out. <laughs> yeah. That's the best note you've ever left yourself. 2 p.m. next Wednesday? Day after surgery? Probably not. No, no, no. What do you want it on? Give me the week after surgery. <laughs> I'm just looking at a date that I'm going to actually, when the time comes up, I'll be less likely to say, no, I don't fucking feel like doing that right now. A week post-surgery, I'll stick to the schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a week or the day after surgery. We're Sweet. expecting you to show yeah, up should on be here. No stress. No stress. Okay. So, Wednesday the 16th, is that good? We'll, we'll still talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm into it. Okay. We're going to fuck a Twilight these bitches. Oh, God, I said it for one. What the fuck was that? That's, if you text <laughs> me at 1 a.m., you're going to not get a lot of answers. No, no, I just don't want to text you. That's the thing. One I don't like to be awake. I like it. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> no escape. Next week on the podcast of terror. I don't know what we're doing next week. It, 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 it'll, you can re-listen to this. Yeah, just give it another run or go on a longer drive, maybe. Take some chances. Yep, play it at half speed. Oh, for sure. Listen to the yeah, slow it down. Yep, do what the chant says. Buy the chant clothing. God damn it, Mark Bell's the best. He posted a picture with him and one of the guys from his gym, and it says, Jack, lives matter. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All you need to say is yep. I mean, I'm not sponsoring his podcast because I can't afford it. Exactly. Because, yeah. He doesn't need my help. I'm just stoked to be part of the part of the family. There you go. Yeah. 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 Five removed. Yeah, I got a ton of awesome people that I'm once removed from. Your, yeah, one of your fucking boys is all WWE and shit. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple. I've got a couple now. Who? Who? Who else? Uh, Seth Rollins. Get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, he got me in to go see uh, the other doctor that I went to go see to get a second opinion on my knee. Yeah, it was real strange. Okay, cool. I haven't brought up any other local famous Louisiana people. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Weird Midwesterners. <laughs> sure, but you've named other things that are. You keep repping at Milwaukee hard. <laughs> that dog. I got swamp people. The guy who wrote the first season of, uh, the guy who did True Detectives is from Louisiana. Oh, fair enough. Nice. Hell yeah. All right. Let's do this thing. You can't make me. Check out our attention. It got a red and a blue and some Lannisters. Yeah, Lannisters and smash your butt. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lannisters, Starks, and yeah. Tar Targaryens yeah. with a little bit of Ramsey's thrown in because Ramsey's likes to throw a little bit in. Yeah, he does. Hey, no worries. It's always fun. I like that. I will be w staring at my phone with bated breath. You're going to look at your phone and be like, motherfucker, this guy. This guy. Nah. I have only a few. There's definitely some that I've had to just not respond to. And I'm pretty good. I respond very quickly most of the time to anyone. I will give you that. You're, you're very quick to respond, which means a lot to someone who is a robot. Dude, I, I just... I just I spent 10 years as a fucking salesman. I don't blame you one bit. And that's like, I respond. I hate texting you because I know you're like, I treat everything like it's priority number one. And at some point, like, if it's not the worst, right, is it's like getting a text at this point that's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, no, right, which is, which is perfect. You know I mean, like, hey, what's up, right? There's like four people in town here that that's an acceptable thing because it probably means we could connect and do something. But like a hey, what's up from, from a friend who lives in, say, New York, I'm like, what the, what the fuck do you mean, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's got time for that? Yeah. What's up? Uh, uh, all right. Good night. And uh, keep your knives close. Later. This podcast is sponsored by Gerber. Gerber knives. Sharpest knives in the business. They'll cut straight through meat. Gerber Pick up your knives. Meat. All right. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, Matt. I know we did a really shitty outro already but we'll do the uh legitimate one now you can contact us but leave us a voicemail at 805-328-3966 you can email us at pot at gncast.com 
Oh, excuse me. And you can leave a voicemail at our, uh, you can leave us a message on our website. I don't know. If you listen to this podcast already, you clearly understand that I'm super drunk. Um, but yeah, we want to hear from you because when we come back after our however many week hiatus, we're going to change things up. We're trying to kind of make it a little better for you guys. Um, so we certainly want to hear from you. And we do want to be clear. We are coming back. We actually already have guests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Corey said, we're not, we're not going anywhere. I just, this, this is a lot of work, and we're just taking a little break. Um, included when we come back, we're going to have uh, Nathan Forsey from Rounds and Breakdowns over on Blazing Caribou, uh, also the singer of my band, Drown the Lifeguard. We're going to have uh, Erica from the Apex and the Abyss uh, podcast, which is a true kind podcast, if you're into that. Uh, Anthony Rouse, who's a filmmaker, um, does a lot of horror. He did... Uh, he was on, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, we talked about Hostel with him back in June, um, and then Halloween, kind of our thing. We're going to be talking about uh, the Witch with Jack Bacone from uh, worst episode ever, ninety percentile. Big, big, big fan. We're huge fans of that show, and, and Jack's a really good friend of ours. So, uh, yeah, we we have a lot of shit planned when we come back, but it just. Please know we we love you all dearly. I just I need a fucking break. And I just need a morning. So all we're gonna ask is uh, please keep subscribe, contact us, <laughs> and please stay scared. Yes, and thank you very much for listening to another episode of the podcast here. We'll catch you guys next week. Or in six weeks. Bye. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.